What's going on, drinking buddies? If you're in the LA area tonight, come out to Spearman Rhinos, Dames and Games, Topless Sports Bar and Grill for Caliente Cage Rage. We'll be doing a live podcast cage side. You can watch beautiful ladies throw down in the cage. There'll be beautiful entertainers there and an open bar. So come on out to 2319 East Washington Boulevard in LA, kicking off at 10 p.m. tonight. It's going to be a ton of fun, and I hope to fucking see you there. And now a word from our sponsors, the people that make this shit happen. This week's episode is brought to you by our friends at Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear from collectibles, apparel, tech gear, gadgets, art, and other epic shit. It's like Comic-Con in a box, y'all. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, and more. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, it's over. That's it. No more of that month's box. So check out Loot Crate. It's pretty fucking rad. At www.trylootcrate.com slash A-N-W-D. Once again, that is www.trylootcrate.com slash A-N-W-D. And enter the code BRIDGE10 to save 10% off any new subscription. We are also brought to you by our friends at Ghost Tequila. Ghost Tequila is a 100% agave Blanco tequila that is 80 proof and infused with ghost preppers. It is fucking awesome, guys. I cannot... I talk about it every week, and there's a reason for it. Held this weekend. It was pretty fucking rad. It was Memorial Day weekend. Ended up at a porn barbecue. Brought myself a bottle, and nothing was more fun then a whole bunch of, you know, beautiful people doing shots of ghost tequila, summoning the spirit. It was odd. It was such good times. Oh, wow. Sunday morning might have been a little rough. That wasn't due to the ghost tequila. That was just due to a little overindulgence on my own part. If you're not in one of the lucky states where you can purchase ghost tequila, go to www.ghosttequila.com and buy yourself a bottle today. You will not fucking regret it. And last but not least, we are brought to you by our friends at Laughable. Laughable is the number one comedy podcast app on iOS. Not only can you subscribe to your favorite artists, your favorite fucking podcast, they'll give you recommendations. Seriously, if you're on iOS, you should be listening to this on Laughable right now. Go to the App Store, download it for free. If you're on Android, it's coming soon. Go to www.laughable.com. Get on the waiting list. The minute it drops, they will let you know. That's it for the sponsor reads this week, guys. Our guest this week is Trevor Kevlo. Trevor is a comedian, Chicago native, much like myself. Trevor, uh, in addition to being a comedian himself, runs the Dojo Comedy here in Hollywood, which is an awesome room. We talk about that a bit. We talk about some fucked up shit in this one. Uh, I didn't know this. But Trevor was almost murdered two months ago. He's now decided to turn it into a bit. It's crazy. All right, without any further delay, pop a cold one, guys. Sit back and enjoy the show. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. <laughs> uh, so we're going to just get right into it. Yeah, fuck it. 
you're one of my few guests that's not drinking, so I'm kind of curious why the sobriety. <laughs> uh, well, about two and a half months ago, got stabbed in San Diego. Holy shit. Um, it was, I guess I just called it attempted murder. They tried to kill me. Uh, the doctors, whoever, nurses think it could have been a gang initiation thing. Um, that's kind of what it's at. And they never found the person. There's no cameras. I was kind of fucked up, so I didn't really have a good uh, good understanding of what was going on around me. And yeah, I was, so where were you in San Diego? In a uh, bar? Or? I was. Uh, I was actually. Yeah, I was bar hopping in Pacific Beach, trying to get away from the Hollywood bullshit. And uh, I brought the Hollywood bullshit down to San Diego. See, this is why you don't leave Hollywood, man. <laughs> yeah, it's the bullshit you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. In Hollywood, I know where to go and where not to go if I want to get in trouble or stay out of trouble. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was just it was a it was a. I mean, PV is a, a good good area. It's fun, but it's fucking crazy at the same time. Well, um, what I say about anywhere is there's no magic bubble that keeps bad people out of places. That's true. Yeah, it's like hell. If I was a criminal, I'd go where there's fucking money. Exactly. Why rob my own people? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, white boy's got some money. Did they rob you or just stab you? No, they just stabbed me. Um, that was the first thing I thought. Was they trying to rob me or if they were uh, trying to carjack my buddy's truck? He's got a nice truck. And I uh, stumbled around, couldn't, didn't realize what was happening, dropped my phone, and then picked it up and looked around, and I just saw like someone just running in the distance. And it looked kind of like it was as tacky as it sounded, but it sounded like a, it looked like a, or it looked and felt like a CSI episode when you just see that flash running. That's how it was. I was also fucking half in the bag, stone, and I had some other shit in me, so I wasn't I wasn't all clear. So where'd they get you? Uh the neck. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 For the audience home, Trevor's rocking quite a big scar there. Yeah, yeah. That was uh they were it was a quarter inch away from the carotta artery. I think oh. that's how you pronounce it. Yep. And um the uh the surgeons the big scar is actually from the surgeons and they went in and under to to heal to to sew it up whatever and i didn't know for weeks what was going on they weren't very clear with me on what happened because i didn't have my insurance card on me so they assumed i didn't have insurance which is a whole nother fucking debacle that's another bit i'm working on as well (laughs) (laughs) the the story from after i get out of the hospital to how i got home was a whole nother fucking story so that was it was wild, man. That's crazy. No altercation, no nothing, dude. Just tried to cut you with the fucking yeah. throat. Yeah, they, you know, people have got, they've got their their own theories on what happened. I'm like, listen, I don't fucking know. I hit on a pair of girls once at one bar with my boy. Who knows if it was a boyfriend or saw it or them? I don't think it was. These girls were chill. They were cool. They let we left them alone after ten minutes. I'm sure you didn't fuck anyone in the bathroom. I, yeah, I didn't. I made. A, I made Did a, you give yourself a smell test later? I, I made a. I may have rubbed one out, but that's about it. Oh, see, that's why the dude knifed you. You rubbed one out in the bathroom, and he's like, "Fucking faggot!" Yeah, he's like, "Get away, faggot from Hollywood!" I'm like, no, dude, it's cool, right? It's just about those hot chicks. It's got nothing to do with you, bro. You're actually killing yeah. my wood. Yeah, quit looking at me, you weirdo. But keep. <laughs> Man, that's super fucked up. Yeah, yeah, near-death shit will will change your outlook on life real fucking quick. Or, you know, some people kind of just take it and roll with it and, oh, well, I'll be fine. I'm not dead. I can keep going. That's what happens a lot. See, if it was me, I would probably double down on the substances. (laughs) Well, shit. Well, man, I wasn't drinking enough. 
Yeah, when the nerd when they actually when they they pulled my toxicology report and told me the next day, the uh, the one of the uh, I think it was nurse doctor whoever it was no it was actually the uh, the mental wellness professional. She's really pretty too. She's like she's like yeah your uh, your BAC was point uh, two one, which is halfway to dead. I was like, bitch, you don't know me. You don't know how much I can fucking drink. Look at me. I'm fucking 250 pounds of Chicago deep dish mass. I can drink a lot more. Right? <laughs> Chicago is a hard drinking town. <laughs> yeah. Just because our BAC says that shit. Yeah. I was coherent to the entire fucking thing. Like, that's the thing. I, rem- I mean, I don't remember because I, I didn't see the person that was also dark and like the not, not the best parking lot. But I remember everything from when that happened to when I took the anesthesia in the emergency surgery, I can, I did, you know, I, this is part of my standup now. It's a set I do. I, I can give you a play by play analysis. So I was coherent enough to know what was going on. That was, of course, from the help of some other <laughs> substance earlier in the evening. <laughs> hey, Colombian marching powder does wonders. <laughs> yeah. But that sucks, man. Like that you meet an uh, employed, beautiful woman who's already judging you. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, goddamn, other circumstances. You know, I could take you out, show you a good time, but now yeah. you already have this negative opinion of me. Exactly. Oh, dirty. Did you go to card anyways for professional reasons? Uh, yeah, she actually she did give me a card, and I've been tempted to call her and try to work the angle. I don't remember seeing a ring. As I, I hey, looked. ring or not, it all matters if she's faithful. That's true. I'm not the one cheating. Exactly. <laughs> You're not the one cheating. Yeah. It's different cities. Yeah, that's true. Couple, well, a couple hundred miles away. Yeah, I think we're good. Different area code, all that shit. Exactly. You'd be good to go. Just call her and be like, I just, I really need someone to talk to. Yeah. Come up here. <laughs> Come up here. Can you, can you comfort me? You know, I, have a, I have a lock on my door. <laughs> I have a private bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like why what does that mean i don't know it's a selling point <laughs> i have my own place kind of i have a roommate but you know i have a door what <laughs> i don't live with my parents How exactly about that? it's hollywood you never know if someone's you know there's six people living in a fucking studio oh i know i know yeah no people come over here to do the podcast and have the same reaction you did like yeah you actually live in a nice place what the fuck yeah <laughs> i was like kind of jealous i'm like looking at your building like this is fucking nice yeah, everyone's like, the scumbag? What the fuck? <laughs> that I walked in, I was like, holy shit. What are you paying here? <laughs> Too fucking much. Yeah, I bet. Too fucking much. Yeah. Gentrifying this town. It's great. Yeah. I just wish, you know, we'd have some more smog and an earthquake, and then people would fucking leave, and yeah. rent prices would go down. Oh, God. Again, Chicago's catching up to fucking LA. It is. They just keep fucking taxing people. I think it's the only state... I read this a year or two ago. It's the only state in the country that has more people leaving than coming in. The ratio is that bad right now. Well, yeah. The, why, I tell all my friends in Chicago, why are you staying? Yeah. I love Chicago. It's born and raised. Same here. It's I will ha- yeah. happily visit during summer months. Yep. <laughs> but why the fuck would you deal with fucking winter? You don't have to suffer because your ancestors were... St- so fucking stupid that they stopped halfway. Yeah. <laughs> don't learn from their mistakes. You don't have to get on a wagon to make it west now. You can take a train, a plane, a fucking yeah. car. You can start over. You can do that. Right. I've started over I don't know how many fucking times, man. I lived out here 
It's my third time out here. And I've lived in Vegas twice, Tempe Scottsdale once. And yeah, this is my third time in LA. Oh, why Tempe Scottsdale? It was it was like I was twenty two and I actually moved out here to work on a project back in two thousand. Shit, I just gave my age away to the mathematicians out there listening. <laughs> but, it's okay, we're dudes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's right. And uh I mean I'm not going for some sexy young thing role. Yeah, not me. <laughs> not one bit. Yeah, and I, I uh I came out here to work on a project in two thousand with my my uh what do you call it? Like entertainment mentor, big actor, writer, producer, yada yada yada. And uh the project fell through, just got pushed, whatever. Just vacation to to Scottsdale to see my buddy that I had moved out here with and he moved there and then I was like, This is fun and I just spent six months working and partying. See, I'm I have for our listeners in the Phoenix Scottsdale area, I'm sorry. I hate your town. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I I say to everyone, it has all the bad parts of Vegas and none of the good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very pretentious town. It's well, it's super pretentious. It has no fucking flavor. It's all subdivisions and yeah. strip malls yeah. everywhere. Desert landscape. You know, you have a couple drinks and you look at a car and you're going to end up in Tent City. Yeah. Especially when Sheriff Joe was in charge. Yep, that was fucking wild. I think the only cool bar I remember, I was out there about five or six years ago, and the only cool bar I remember being out there, Shotgun Betty's, I heard it closed. That was like a true rocker bar and it closed. I was like, all right, well. That's fucking miserable. Yeah, there goes goes that. I may also be horribly biased. A girl I knew from the Midwest that her and I had a thing moved to Phoenix at one point, and I went down there to visit her a couple times, and she was like Lucy with the fucking sex football. Hmm. Every time it's like, oh, hey, we're going to fuck. She's like, nah, I'm not feeling it. Oh, whore. It's like, hey, it's her thing, whatever, but it was still very frustrating at one point. Yeah. Multiple points. Just get, yeah, at least a fucking hand job, you know? Well, nothing like, you know, fingers inside her and move into the bedroom and then her just like putting the brakes on. Yeah. That's fucked up. Like, I get it. Like, no means no. Complete. Trust me, I've had my problems on the, the, the victim side of that one. Girls keep raping you? I've, I have actually been raped by a woman. True story. Okay. <laughs> True story. How did this go down? <laughs> well, a lot of Jaeger was involved. And some crushed up Viagra? What the- a lot of Miller Lights. Um, yeah, I was actually, I was uh, in my, the midst of my, my bar days when I was just bartending. And uh, it was a Sunday funny. I got kind of fucked up. And I was hitting on this girl who I'd had a crush on for a long time. And she invited me over to her place. And I was like, oh, fucking finally. And I heard rumors she was hooking up with my homeboy. And I didn't believe it because it's, you know, rumors are rumors. And it was a big-ass bar I worked at. And uh, I uh, I went over there and we we're hanging out, having a good time. And then he just walks in and her friend was there. And her friend was uh, not, to, to be polite, not all that. And uh, my homie walks in, and he's just kind of like, he gave me the look. I'm like, okay, so that's true. They're hooking up. So was it like you in a dress roll walked in? or <laughs> uh, Not that hot. Uh, <laughs> wow, you're so modest, Trevor. <laughs> yeah. I, just let's put it. If you've ever seen the movie Spawn. Yeah. Yeah. She looked like Spawn. Yeah. With, well, with, but blonde. Well, at least she was slender-ish. No, no. So she looked like the clown. Yes, she looked like the clown. <laughs> John Lake Lozamo in yes. horrible makeup. Yep, exactly. And uh, 
I was already hammered as fuck and started pounding Jaeger in the kitchen. She walks up to me and I just, I'm literally like straight out of like leaving Las Vegas chugging Jaeger because I was actually going to court in a couple of days to find out how much time I was doing for another incident. Okay. <laughs> we're just piling on the stories here. <laughs> yeah. I had I'd gotten popped with another DUI. How do you get DUIs in Chicago? I got a DUI on a DUI. It's like getting it's getting fired on your day off. Okay, well, well let's finish with your rape <laughs> before your jail rape. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was just I, so I was trying to you know drink my problems away, and I I was in the kitchen. I just remember looking to the left of me or right of me, whatever, at not t- saying anything to anyone and just saying fuck it. She starts making out with me. And I was like, I'm drunk. And she's like, all right, I'll take you to bed. And I walked upstairs. I passed out on a bed, stripped down, I think. And I wake up legit out of a blackout, like passed out blackout to this person on top of me, blowing me and then just trying to fuck this like like semi-hard, limp Jaeger dick and just riding it. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I didn't know. I'm looking around. I'm thinking like, this is a weird dream. And then I wake up in the morning or whatever, and I was—I just looked over and I just started trembling. I was like, "What the fuck happened?" And crawled around her, and I was just butt naked. And mind you, I was in much better shape than this, you know, roly-poly body I have right now. Or as I like to say, I've been nine months pregnant for almost a year. And uh, I just put my clothes on and went in the bathroom, and I felt like I was gonna cry because I thought I like knowingly fucked this girl, and I was like, "Oh." And my buddy's down there, and he just looks at me, and all he says is, it happens. Him thinking I, you know, fucking went, like, chubby chasing her hogging, and I'm like, no, dude, I didn't want this. I did not say yes. I got me too like a motherfucker back in 2007. That's kind of fucked up that you're taking a rape better than if you had willingly done it. Yeah. That's a little fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And, and, and I... It, it's legit and i made i made such when i first talked about it i said i you know oh i got a drunken hookup because i was trying to cover up the fact that this actually happened to me because people look at me like who's gonna rape that guy I'm like well there's a lot of people you know there's you go to weho you know i'm a hot commodity out there once you cross fairfax and you know i'm getting dick thrown in my face you ever go to the gay bars just to get free drinks? Absolutely. <laughs> I love the Abbey. <laughs> Man. <laughs> wow, that's that's still really fucked up. That, yeah, it's legit. Yeah. Did you ever see your attacker again? No, no. I she would come in the bars because she had she had no inkling or like comprehension that she forced herself upon me because you know there's a drunken basic body with somewhat of a hard on that she was riding. And you were dressed very provocatively, I bet. Oh, God, yeah. You, know. you just wanted it. Oh, yeah. I just had that fucking blackout look on my face the whole night. Yeah, she really... I was, I was coming on to her. <laughs> and you, did you check to see if she penetrated you from behind? I didn't get that far. I went home and showered like it was like, uh, like, like Ace Ventura. <laughs> the crying game. No, I legit, like, I even called my brother, and I was like, fucked up, man. I really fucked up. He's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, and I told him, he's like, I'm on my way. And he fucking flew over and picked me up. He's like, what the fuck did you do, man? And I I was still trying to come to terms with it and figure it out. It took me six months to, like, kind of, like, clear through that blackout 
of what happened to find out like i didn't want this and everyone like it was a kind of an ongoing joke with my friends and shit and they she'd come in the bar sometimes and like sit in my well when i'm bartending and i'm like you kind of kind of you kind of rape me like it's like a dude like like date raping a chick it's like fucked up or passed out or whatever and then just like showing up like hey last night was great it's like hey yeah you're 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 uh was it marginalizing is that it rape like huh did you ever think about pressing charges no why not i was one of those people i like more like wanted to put it away but at the same time i talked about it too much i just had this pro con thing with my whole entire my whole entire life was contrast so i was like eh and i said fuck it i'm like i don't want to deal with the bullshit going through and then because I was fucked up, dude, you know, and I was, I was looking at jail time. I was, you know, going to, to court for stuff like that. They're not going to be like, oh yeah. Okay. Okay, buddy. Yeah. You were, you know, you're drunk and looking to get laid before you went in. I go, exactly. But not with that motherfucker right there. And I, uh, you know, I was like, fuck this. And now I'm making a bit out of it. I've been writing this story for a while and trying to tweak it together. <laughs> There's a fine line between tragedy and comedy. Absolutely. Yeah. So how the fuck did you get a DUI in Chicago? <laughs> how is that possible? Was it? It must have been in the burbs. Mm-hmm. I was about to say I, I grew you got to hit something in Chicago proper to or get a DUI, or just piss people off, or you know, um, yeah, piss people off. I grew up in a town that was uh, it's a great town, but it was so they're very strict, very strict. Uh, good old Naperville, Illinois. Love the town. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the town uh the town next to us is little, it's like it's a little like like a little cousin that just like wants is like always yelping like hey, hey, hey what about me lie which is another great town you know they a lot of amazing people i've met there almost all my best friends are from those towns but i uh wrong place wrong time they ran my plates and you know was, okay why is this guy out at 115 on a friday you know in the middle of july and it's like pop me again and I was coming home from work, you know. So how'd you get the first one? <laughs> I was drinking after work and dropping my friend off who didn't have his license because of a DUI and dropping him and his brother off. And I got popped and I laughed about it. And then I got popped again like six months later. And I was like, so is this far enough back that you'd had staple holes in your license? Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 That old Illinois, like, did staple your fucking license to the ticket. And, like, next time you got rolled, they automatically knew. Yeah. Didn't have to even fucking run you. They run their thumb across your your uh, your ID, driver's license, whatever, and it feels like the dictionary in Braille. Then you know you're fucked. The cop's like, oh, this guy's been in, this guy's trouble. Let's run him. Yep. Yeah. And that's what happened, you know? And I paid for it. I did time. I, you know, I got popped. Uh, Paid my dues, paid a lot of a lot of fines. Were you in Cook County or no? DuPage. Well, it looks yeah. a little better off. The, the but... Motel Six, yeah. Yeah, it was actually kind of cool. It was like camp, but I couldn't go outside. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, honestly. I mean, I learned my fucking lesson. I haven't gone behind a wheel since, other than maybe a lawnmower, <laughs> <laughs> go kart occasionally, maybe. <laughs> Don't worry. I don't think you can get a DUI on a go-kart. I hope not. <laughs> me too. Holy shit, yeah. me too. Because occasionally, you know, I'll do some go-karting flask. Yeah, that happens. More than I'd like to admit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking wild. Like, you know, I know a couple people that have been popped for DUIs in Illinois, but 
in the city proper, it just never fucking happened. No, you had to hit something. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta go out of your way. It's like you have to try to get one. You know, I had a buddy. We left exit. He literally was passed out at the wheel in an intersection. CPD rolled him. They're like, "How far do you gotta go?" He's like, "Quarter of a mile." CPD just followed him home. Shit. Uh. L.A. Man, they be fucking yeah. putting the bracelets on you. Uh huh. Yep. Fuck, man. Yeah, I didn't have a. I don't know. I could, I could count on all of our hands plus ten more how many times I drove home the, from the city, fucked up when I was in my twenties. I was a club rat kind of, and never once I jump on fifty five and haul home to the west suburbs, and just fucking stumble in and pass out, and I'd wake up in the morning face down and my clothes and my shoes off, wallet keys, cell phone still in pockets, and I'm just like. What happened? <laughs> well, thankfully, the car knew the way home. Yeah, yeah. Autopilot's a whole new meaning when you're, you know. Oh, yeah. And there were definitely some nights I left exit at like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And it's like, I'd have to take the 290 home, jump off, get Maxwell Street Polish. Yeah. Fuck. Like, I remember. Oh, I remember. I love that fucking place. Yeah. Like, in the middle of the hood, it's open 24 hours. Uh-huh. Service through a window. Yep. They're looking oh. at me like... What are you doing here at five uh, o'clock in the morning? Like God. getting a fucking Polish is what I'm yeah, doing. It's like breakfast, lunch, and dinner right there, man. Right. The bone in like whoever invented the bone in pork chop sandwich is a fucking maniac. Oh my god. They're so good, but it's like yeah. there's a fucking bone in my sandwich. What yeah. the fuck? Who did that? Who does that? Who fucking does that? Fucking animals. So you've been out here three times? What yeah. what happened well, with the other times? Yeah, four technically, but three. <laughs> <laughs> first time was a work on a big feature uh with my my mentor um he's a big fucking a-lister now um can you name the feature uh yes run run ronnie run run story of ronnie dobbs cool based off of mr show skit um and then i came out again a couple years later to try and work with him again and it just you know timing was off uh the second time i came out here in 04 i was out here for a while living out of my car couch surfing um just trying to figure out what the fuck was going on and this was before social media before the interweb really hit like it has so it was really tough to connect you know and and, and stuff so it was so it was a, it's a different beast a different world trying to to you know get there and had some ups and downs and i uh, was in Ir- irvine for a while working in corporate america then was up in hollywood all the time on the weekends and then I just kind of hit that point. I went back to, for the holidays and got the whole, you know, emotional shit for my family and kind of was like, all right, yeah, exactly. And I put, you know, it's my brother's, you know, brother would say, you, oh, you pussied out, man. I'm like, yeah, I did. I was like, I kind of got sick of living in my fucking car and scraping money together. It's know? hard to get laid in a car. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a lot of weird fucking beat off sessions alone in that thing. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> like, where do you nut? You're like, what do you do? Like, Fry container. Yeah. McDonald's fry container. Oh. Do we note any in case I ever go to right, the road again? <laughs> if, it, if it ever happens, fucking supersized fries, just fucking. Oh, God, yeah. Shit. Huh? I'm going to try that just for fun. Awesome. Yeah. I, I'm happy I can help. Yeah, I'm going to actually, since I don't have a car, I'm actually going to order an Uber and just be like, just don't look back. Like, I'll pay, I'll tip you at 50%, 100%. If Whatever, just, just pay the cleanup fee. Oh, yeah. That's a story. <laughs> if you knowing your luck you'll have one of the ubers that has like the internal camera that, yeah 
Fuck. Oh, you're making your own amateur porn? Yeah, I'll end up on X Hamster. I'll be like, fat pregnant man masturbates in back of Uber. I'm like, fuck. <sighs> like, how many hits did I get? <laughs> Six. Like, someone owes me fucking royalties, goddammit. <laughs> exactly. Hit a million, please. Even uh, a couple cents a hit, fuck. <laughs> so you end up back in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, wait, third and final ish? Yeah. Third. Oh, yeah. So about three and a half years ago, I, I moved out here. Um, one of my best friends that I, I you know, grew up with in my 20s, uh, he's out here too. He's actually an actor doing well. Um, he's about to break, like, good. He's he's on the verge of just not having to be in a bar anymore. And Jeremy uh, Piven? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> ah, we're going to work together again. That will happen. Awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, he... We, we'd been talking about it for a long time, for years, because uh, he'd been out here. He moved out here about six and a half years ago, and we talked. He had all these stories about what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. And I just finally you know, made the plunge because I had a lot of shit happen in like, legit like the ex- one-month period of time. Uh, you know, I think it was 2014. Like My life came crashing down. But it was like it was a realization that everything needed to end to rebuild is, is, you know, as spiritual or chaotic as you want that to sound. But it was it was pretty heavy shit that I went through. Bad breakup. Lost my apartment. Uh, my the bar I used to run and love that I've met all my friends, girls I dated that shut down. And my mentor in the, you know, the bar nightlife industry passed away like within like a month of each other. So. It's an eye-opening experience. Yeah, it um, sounds like a good time to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, it was kind of like, you know, the universe, whatever you want to call it, God, whoever you want to call it, or Xenu. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. I know we're right around Scientology, but... Yeah, there, there's, there's some very few hard and fast rules on this show, but sci- <laughs> Scientology... Xenu. <laughs> Unless you guys want to book me for something, and then... Yeah. Oh. yeah hey, then... my beat. Then I'll totally go clear or whatever the fuck I got to do. Yeah, a million dollars later. I have a million dollars? Fuck yeah. It's That's what it costs to go clear. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I had my five-year stint with them. Really? Yeah. How'd you... Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like all the bad Hollywood I've, cliches. I've, I've Well, it was before I moved out here. I, I, I've had a lot of interesting experiences, so... Um, I won't speak too negatively. Negatively, yeah, because we still live in Hollywood. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, everyone. I'm a very do is do what you want. I'm a very like you know personal choices and freedom person. It's like do what the fuck you want. Oh yeah, Just no. don't fuck with hurt people. That's it. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you do, you can put whatever poisons you want in your yeah. body. You can do whatever as long as you don't negatively affect other people. Exactly. Just you know, and it's not like uh, you know whatever you don't see. Da, da. No, it's. Just don't fucking hurt people. Right. I mean, if you wanted to shoot up heroin right now in my living room, as long as you're not going to rob me or die on me, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it won't make for a very good podcast. Yeah. Especially because yeah. I don't like intravenous needles, so I may yeah. be kind of like, Ugh. Yeah. I just don't like being too sleepy, you know, at this time of the day. Um, yeah, I had my running with them in Chicago uh, for a few years. I worked for a company that was, was owned and run by them. Not bad people, actually. Good companies, a good company, but it just wasn't for me. You know, what is the Scientologist like, thought process on premarital sex? Oh, they're cool with it. Well, okay, yeah, they're cool with it. That's some bonus points. Yeah, yeah. It, as long as you're not uh, promiscuous, they have a thing with promiscuity. Oh, never mind. Yeah, exactly. I spoke too quickly. They're not really big fans of whoring around. No drugs, especially psych psych uh, psych medication. Can't fuck with that. 
I was about, um, I thought you were about to say psychedelics. I'm like, no. Can't fuck with that either. Uh, no acid, that big anti-acid LSD, because supposedly the whatever, some chemical that's in it stays in your body forever, which gives you the flashbacks. It does, yeah. and it's awesome. <laughs> I've never done it, so. I mean, yeah, uh, I allegedly that. there may be some tabs in the apartment, and we can get weird later. All right, well, I'll see everyone in like three or four days. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor relapsed. What happened? Acid. What the fuck? He doesn't even do acid. Eh, well, first time for everything. <laughs> yeah, that's how you relapse, motherfuckers. <laughs> Just... Well, I can't get behind a religion that's like no psychedelics, no promiscuous sex. Yeah. Like, I can't commit to one vagina. Yeah, exactly. That's not fair. You should. I need to taste test them all. What's wrong with that? I mean, you should see when I fucking eat chicken nuggets. There's like seven dipping sauces. And I'm just like, ooh, that, ooh, that, ooh, that. What's next? Ooh, I'll mix these two together. Ah, <laughs> uh, see? Nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. As long as no one gets any diseases or emotionally attached. Yep. As long as you don't hurt anyone. Too bad. Well, unless they're into it. Exactly. Yeah. Consensual hurting people. Yeah. A little less than that. That's, that's fun, man. Yeah. I actually just went to DomCon like a week and a half ago. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. I was down by LAX. I missed most of it. I'm really bummed about it. Like Just scheduling conflicts, and I was sick for half the weekend. But what I did see was pretty fucking cool. I actually, I had a, a good friend of mine. She's she's out here. When I was out here in 04, um, she worked at a dominatrix parlor or whatever they're called up uh, in NoHo. A dungeon. The, a dungeon, yeah. Um, it was a famous, actually very famous. Excuse me. The owner of the dungeon, whatever, the master, whatever. I don't, I don't know the lingo. But I guess he was um, Betty Page's sub or, or, or something, like something like that. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Fuck. It'll, the Chateau. The Chateau or something. Chateau. Hmm. It was I, back in 04 in NoHo, and it was like in a warehouse area. And I got to spend the weekend there with all the all the doms. And it was pretty fucking wild, man. I actually found my notebook with all the story. I wrote a story about it. Broke down the character development. Broke down the characters. So you top, bottom, <laughs> switch? Um, You know, I think if I ever got into it, I'd want to be a, I'd wanna be, um, a sub. Because my life is control. You know, everything I'm doing, I'm in control of. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm telling people what to do. Not like that, but, you know, as management and what right. to do and producing shit, that's what I'm doing. It's kind of like, I, you know, I learned that from CSI with um, uh, Gil Grissom would go see his madam, his, you know, his uh, whatever fuck her name his was. His mistress. His mistress, yeah. yeah. And she was like a, like a psych major and, you know, she broke down the psychology and a lot of men or women that are assertive in you know in the public eye they go into that snm to be the what is it this the sub yeah to just lose control for a yeah, while exactly lose control like ah oh, just fuck me just shove a stick in my ass please so five six years from now when you're really successful we can look back at this and be like oh this is where trevor realized that he's going to be a sub <laughs> If it gets to that point, you know, I'm pretty open about my life, you know. Ain't nothing wrong with that shit. I mean, I'm yeah. ta- I've talked about getting chlamydia on the show, so. <laughs> Speaking of which, any STDs since you've been in Hollywood? No, no, I've actually. How, how the fuck do you avoid that? I've been a good boy. Uh, I've I've actually kind of kept my shit clean out here. I've had some of my, you know, my, my hookups, my random hookups, um, things back when I go back in town, but. You know, I, I just I get I got to that point in my life where I'm like, if I keep fucking around with girls just on the fun, which I do, I still enjoy, but 
it can cloud your your juju, your energy a little bit. Well, if, yeah, if, that's if why you gotta get the poison out. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> every every couple months, it's like, all right, gotta go drain the tank, you know, gotta clean it out. But um, that was just a, it was more of a it wasn't a come to Jesus by any means, but it was like, okay, I need to focus and and hone in on what I want. And I've had a prop so many failed relationships in the past that have because I. I let the relationship consume me so much that I forget about what I really want to do. Well, I wasn't talking about relationships. I was just talking about, you know, penetration. I love fucking. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, you know, I don't want you to get prostate cancer, man. You got to. Oh, I clean it out, man. I I have to. I have to clean it out at least once a day or else it's just. You already did it today, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I did. Yeah. I did it in the morning. Cool. I I just, that's a cleanup I don't want to do. I don't have a fry box for you. (laughs) Damn it. I'm going to McDonald's after this. Yeah, I went to bed and I woke up. That's how it was. That's how my my night ended and my day started. It's I got to do it once a day, man. You know, it's healthy. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. And it's like I'm not even working out when I work out and start, you know, popping the protein, getting hard, you know, getting back into shape and beefing out. Then it's got to do it twice a day, sometimes three. Yeah, once the testosterone starts rolling and yeah, you know, HGH baby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you had that kind of money. Shit. No, I wish. Dojo must be doing well. Oh, man. It is. Not that well, but. How did the Dojo comedy come about? Uh, okay, good. Uh, I love this. So last last June, uh, Sam Tripoli and I, or as I used to call him, Sam Tripoli, Chicago Sam Tripoli, uh, <laughs> and I, we met. Actually, we had met a couple times before that. Uh, I used to go to the store all the time. And he was always on the late nights and uh, doing the late set. And I just, I loved his, his work. I loved his bits. And he had an awesome bit about uh, smoking crack with uh, the Tin Man. And we still talk about it to this day. But um, uh, we talked and he loved the room. We talked a couple more times. You know, you know, I was trying to figure out what I was trying to do with the comedy room. If, you know, how I was going to build it or not. And then um, I some things happened, you know, at at the bar restaurant, and I got promoted up to manager, then full time manager, and you know, my the manager above me basically said, "What can you do with this room?" And I said, "Listen, dude, I'm a comedian. I moved out here to pursue comedy, acting, writing, producing, all that shit. It's like this is what I know to do. This is where you're basically going to get your best bang for your buck. Is is that?" And he's like, "Cool, make it a comedy room." That was it. He was that simple. He wasn't like, "All right, this is what we need to do." Stipulation. He just was like, "Just get the numbers." Packed the room. I was like, okay. And then Sam and I had been talking and told him what was going on. We were fucking stoked. And he he loved the name The Dojo. I grew into it quickly. Um, yeah, The Dojo has Sam's fingerprints all over it. <laughs> yes, it does. The thing is, and I don't really talk about this around town, um, I, I have I don't have a background in, in any martial art or anything, but I worked in the MMA industry for a long time. Um, and, you know, practiced jujitsu for a while. I practiced Hapkido. Uh, Cook Suwan when I was a lot younger, I wrestled. So I, you know, I'm a very, I'm an, a lover and advocate of of all MMA, all combat sports, boxing, wrestling, everything. So when he said that, I was like, okay, I could vibe with this. This is cool, and it just stuck. And it makes sense because the room is 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 built, it's building as a room to work out. Hence the dojo. It's a workout room. For young, new coming, you know, newcomers, amateurs, mid-level, up, whatever fucking, you know, label you want to put on it, and pros. Seriously, for the LA audience, go check out the dojo. I love it. It's a small, intimate room. Yeah. And 
you get to watch, you know, I watched Rogan work his new hour in there. Yeah. Theo Vaughn pops in all the time. Yeah, Theo's, oh, what a great guy, too. Funny as fuck and such a fuck good yeah. dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Whitney Cummings is there every week, every other week. Uh, I've got a show with Chris Spencer. He's headlining in a couple weeks. I could sit here all night. All we could name night. drop all night. Yeah, guys. I was going to say, I could bore you. Jeremy Piven just did a show uh, a couple weeks ago. I mean, everybody. Yeah, um, it, it is a great. Kate Quigley. Kate, I'm working on a show with Kate Quigley and... Um, and Krista Allen, they're, they're work, we're working on a show, nice. building one. I love Kate Quigley. She is fucking great. And just a great person to be around, too. Okay, it's awesome. She's kind of dodged doing this show a couple times, so I've got to give her shit on air. Uh, she'll, she'll come around. She's yeah. torn a lot, too. That might be it. No, no, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things like, hey, Kate, do the, yeah, I totally want to do the show. And then, yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Hollywood promises, yo. Yeah. Hollywood promises. <laughs> I don't lose sleep over it. My my rule of thumb is I'll ask you to do the show twice. It's like a weekend where your dad. <laughs> yeah, I'll ask you to do the show twice. The first time, if you're like, "Oh, I'm busy," like I understand. We're all in Hollywood. We all got shit going. Yep. The second time when you're like, "Blah blah blah," like, you don't really want to do the show. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. And I stop asking. Is oh, you- I know, man. I've I've asked people. To, I was I was asking people to do my room months ago, and they were like, eh. and now it's like. You kind of seem creeping around a little bit, and I'm like, I thought you didn't want to do the room, you know, what? Because it wasn't cool six months ago, right? It was like, oh, here's this guy that I don't know trying to do something in in a bar, and it's like, have you seen the room? And now, every, when I say a hundred percent, I actually mean one hundred percent of the comedians, from nobody who've never done comedy to legitimately Joe fucking Rogan himself, had loved the room. So I mean, we're batting a hundred percent. Yeah, it's or a great. Thousand percent. Yeah. My only complaint about the Rogan night was you guys overbooked the room and I had to stand yeah. all night. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> we were under fire code. We were under capacity. Yeah, so that doesn't okay. matter to my ass. Yeah, I would yeah. had to. I had to stand. I know people. Oh, God damn it. Damn it! You should have told me. I would have just pulled a chair from somewhere. Yeah, we dress the room for typically for about fifty five. Then I redress it for big shows for eighty five, and I can we can put about one hundred and twenty people in there somewhat comfortably if I need to. Think about that, people. 85 is less than the belly room at the comedy store. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's how intimate this room is. Yeah. The acoustics are great. The drink prices are right on. $5 drinks, man. The food's rad. Yeah. It's it's top quality bar food, you know. And I'm going to stop being a shill for the fucking room for a half a second. (laughs) Legitimately, I go there quite a bit. Yeah. I'm... I should fucking write something and jump on stage up there. Fuck it. Do it, man. We'll throw you on a Monday. We do our, our, like, uh... New material Mondays, and we're actually relaunching something. Uh, show up, go up on Mondays, starting I think two weeks from now. So, what is show up, go up? That is a format that Al Bahami put together at the Comedy Store. Um, it's very interactive with comedians. Um, we talked about it. I keep saying, "Oh my bad." We talked about it last. I'll week. fix it in the post. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> post op? What? Uh, I like him pre op. Post ops are pointless. Sorry. What do you want? Weird vagina? Like, come yeah, on. I just went do off it. on a way. Tangent I mean, pre op, then you're like, you have to give a reach around. Yeah, I know. That's the fun part, man. Yeah, let's get weird on this coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into dicks, but hey, whatever floats your boat, bro. I'm not either. That's why I just push them out of the way. I don't touch them a lot. Just what, are you just going to ram it right in, you know, right in the pooper? Yeah, right I'm, in the, the, the pussy butt or something. The pussy, <laughs> I don't know. The man. back vagina, the back vagina, yeah, the butt vagina, the vagina. Hey, you don't have to ever worry about getting them pregnant. That's true. 
That's really true. That's great. But the problem is like the yeah, the heavier bone density. I I like to throw girls around. And- oh, okay. Like Vladimir and uh and the program. <laughs> so I referenced that earlier with my buddy on the phone. <laughs> Not in that manner. I was telling him about a hookup I had a couple months ago and how I was I just beat the piss out of this girl with my mouth and dick. Oh, uh, let us into it. Like how how this hookup happened? Uh, she legitimately hit on me at a bar. And your I was, bar? No, a different bar. My friend's bar uh, in the area, and I was just which bar? Sunset and Vinyl. <laughs> oh, so was Cody working? Yes, yes, Cody. That's that. Yeah, that's right. We're, <laughs> we're we're both. Yeah, I love her. She's the shit, dude. I love her. She's a sweetheart. She is um, indeed. Yeah. Also a Chicago. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just minding my own business, legit, not even fucking talking to anyone, talking to the bartender, having a drink, and playing on my phone, and some girl sits next to me, starts talking to me, and I'm just like, what does she want with me? Like, I'm not, you know, wasn't suited to go out and have a good time, and... You weren't date ready? No, I was not date ready. <laughs> How hairy were you? Shit. Yeah, it was just f- absolute fucking 70s bush. So, it's still I, there, ladies, if you're I, looking. Maybe it just locked into your pheromones, and yeah. that's what she was into. It could have been. She, just, she wasn't on birth control, like because birth control fucks up with the pheromone receptors. I I don't think so. No, it does. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, birth control puts the women's hormones in a state where they their body feels it's pregnant. Yeah. And pregnant women are looking for an alpha male to protect their offspring. Interesting. Where... Other women are looking for someone to breed with. Yeah. That's why I have much better success with women that are not on birth control. It's a my <laughs> chagrin. <laughs> but yeah, the birth control fucks up pheromones. Like there's studies done where women get off birth control and are no longer attracted to like their mates. Wow. It's, it's kind of like like they're in a warp, you know? They're brainwashed into liking the guy they're with. So ladies, birth control fucks you up. Also as the usual disclaimer i am not a doctor (laughs) (laughs) but i played one on tv once no i've only played a rabbi oh i played a chiropractor kind of um i do like how we're mansplaining women's stuff it's pretty fun no 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 they fucking hate it it's like oh man i'm just reading a fucking book like you i am not mansplaining shit they know much better than i do yeah they know what they're into much better than i do yeah believe me because if i knew what they were into much better than they did i would be in there more often that's goddamn. That's a good point. <laughs> wow, you fucking twisted that and turned it. I love it. Came out on top. Cheers to that one, man. Cheers. Yeah, I'm a lot uh, smarter than I look on TV. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you haven't watched it yet, you can watch me make an ass of myself on Showtime. Yeah, on the best in sex, AVN 2018. We just fucking yeah. watched it. I was, I was just like, letting... you were giving me the plug. Thank yeah, you. on your own show. Well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we were going back to your hookup. Yeah, you sunset and vinyl. Yeah, girl ponies up to you. Like, yeah, just, hey, Trevor. She was cool. She was nice. We talked for a little bit. I, I, I you know, she was just friendly. You know, and like grabbing yeah, your thigh, friendly. Or? Actually, yeah, she was rubbing my knee. Right, and then I'm like, I think I might actually have sex tonight. Yeah, it's been a while. And then went back to her place and just tore her apart. How many roommates does she have? Uh, she had, I think, two cats. nice place gotta be honest nice place she's cool you know it was fun why didn't you call her again we did we hooked up a few more times um and then i got stabbed and i think i think after i got stabbed a lot of people just left me alone i don't know what a bitch (laughs) you know i don't mind 
you might not mind, but that's not cool. Like, hey, we've been seeing each other. Like, yeah. uh, it was drunken hookups late at night. Yeah, but drunken yeah. hooks are not. You are still providing a need for her. This is true. You're not just a piece of fucking meat. She could have been at least, you know, had some empathy. Be like, you yeah. almost fucking died. Yeah, she did. She did message me, but she didn't blow you in the hospital. No, I wish that would have been cool. Just all hopped up on meds, like, yeah. is no, this really happening? That's another thing. I didn't take any meds or anything, not even painkillers. I, I was in no pain. And my friends were like, dude, you didn't get any meds? I go, no. I'm like, first of all, I've never done them. Second, I don't need to build up another fucking, you know, like. But you don't need supplemental income? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't need to develop another bad habit. I was like. I actually what I asked for was Advil or Tylenol. I'm like, no, we have uh, Norco. I'm like, uh, no, never taken Norco. Empty stomach. The only thing in my system was booze and weed and all the shit they put in me when they they had performed surgery. And I'm like, I don't think Norco's a good idea right now because I've never had it. I don't know how it's gonna fuck me up. You should have taken the script. Yeah, I should have. I still could. I'm sure. Oh, my neck hurts. Here you go. Just just. Pills to ease your pain. We are not stating on the shows <laughs> that you should illegally resell pills. Yeah. But, but we do live in Hollywood and allegedly that shit happens. <laughs> especially in bars. It. Yeah. I've read about it once or twice in my especially, life. Especially you know, to comedians. Comedians don't like drugs. No, not at all. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no, comedians either go one or two ways. They're either like die hard sober or fucking a shit show. Yep. Yeah. Living proof. <laughs> Thank God I'm living. No, when Sam did the show, Sam's like, I've been sober for a long time. I'm like, it's so weird. Yeah. It's it's tough. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, people that when they, when I told them that I, you know, went clean, completely sober, um, they're like, oh, you didn't seem like you're that bad. You had a problem. I'm like, yeah, it didn't seem like it because I would be like that and then I go out and then go out and then go out and then it's five in the morning and I'm, you know, got a fucking twelve pack or I should say a twenty four pack of Coors Light and a bottle of whatever and God knows whatever else. So it sounds like your only problem was bad taste. Yeah, it was. Well it's, it the the Coors Light had to be ice cold to cool my throat, if you know what I mean. So I drink decent whiskey. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm well, judging. Yeah. Judging still a it lot. Was, my go to forever was Jameson, so you know. Well, Jameson's for shooting. Yeah, exactly. Sipping, it's a whole different story. You know, Buffalo Trace or Angel's Envy. Ooh, hi, yeah. Angel's. Have you ever had the Angel's Envy rye? Yes. Oh, it's so good. Yes. So fucking good. Yeah. God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave me that look like, I'm like, nah, fuck you. I, um, <laughs> I may just have to drop $80 on a bottle with a little while. I mean, I do have a bottle of Weller that's sitting there unopened that I mm. need to tap at some point. Yeah. Let me know how it tastes. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> W.L. Weller is fucking delicious. Yeah. I really wish that more people had not learned about it. Uh, the price went up? Yeah. Well, it's hard to find. Oh, okay. So Sazerac, you know, Buffalo Trace Sazerac, yeah. only puts it out on consignment now. Ah. Because Weller is just unaged pappy. Yeah. Shit. <sighs> At a $20 price point a bottle. That's really fucking good. Oh, it's it's delicious weeded whiskey. God damn. As you can tell by my bar, I may drink a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. It's a damn nice bar. Thank you. Thank you. Good selection there. And uh, 
you saw the selection then you're like really this is what you're drinking i'm like yeah you think i was gonna be like jim beam yeah so (laughs) (laughs) no 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 Uh, i'm a classy drunk sir (laughs) i was a beam man for a long time Uh, not since high school yeah i used to shoot the shit out of it oh actually no i mixed it i would shoot jamo but i'd mix beam i didn't i'm not never the thing for jack just didn't do it for me the taste just wasn't there Jack and Coke is amazing. Yeah. But it's yeah. also fat sauce. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was a I don't know, something about the beam just got to me. That's what I enjoyed more for taste buds. Beam's a little sweeter. It's it's not bad. I, but I honestly like my bottom shelf is Maker's Mark. Oh wow. So you okay. Well, I, I mean it might be the white trash me with the beam. Cuz it's like it was like Jim Beam, Miller Lite, Jägermeister, like Jesus, what is this? What's wrong with this guy? Yeah. Hey, you're getting drunk on much better budget than I am. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Hollywood, like twelve dollar bottle, twelve dollar shots of fucking makers. Yeah, they're out of your fucking mind here. It's like mm, two drinks. I bought a bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people wonder why they're you know everyone's fucking stoned or popping pills. It's like well they can't fucking afford to spend all this money on booze. Well, but that's also because yeah, servers make minimum wage here, so they got to pass on that cost onto the fucking consumer. Yeah. Yeah, the minimum wage is crazy. I mean, it's not a bad thing for people in the industry, but it's fun. Oh, it's insane for the people in yeah. the industry. Like, fucking servers in high-end restaurants are probably making more a year than I am. Yeah, they're, they're doing well. Yeah, like, oh, hey, you make $12 an hour plus tips on your fucking three $400 tabs. Uh-huh. That's good money. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucking rad. Yeah. Even if you have to kick the bar back or whatever, you yeah. know, the barbacks are probably making more than I am. That's possible. <laughs> like, oh, we got to tip you out 5% at the end of the night? Shit. Yeah. 5% of 5,000. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking A. <laughs> yeah. So have you tried to contact a girl? No. Why not? Just no, no, uh, no will to. Just kind of, meh. Sucks not that good? No, it was, it was great. It was fun. Just meh. Just was like kind of over it, you know, a couple times. But I was fucked up. That's the thing. Well, but you're sober now. Yeah, I know. You want to call her right now? No. Why not? I don't know why. Just don't. <laughs> I promise I won't say anything too offensive. <laughs> no, I just... Eh, just wouldn't. I promise I won't tell her that you want a raw dog. Or <laughs> We're dead. Yeah, I, just, I mean, uh, I would plug your phone right into the board. The whole audience could hear it. I'd rather call one of my ex-girlfriends than her. Let's do that then. No. <laughs> I think one of them's with a guy. I don't want to be that guy. The other one I don't talk to anymore because it's shit. Another one, I don't know. Are these exes within you know a thousand miles of here? Or more than all back in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. But, hey, I've done it too. I've totally drunk dialed some exes back in Chicago. You know, I haven't. Really? I haven't. I just, um, I don't know why. I think because it's like I finally got over all of them in my own weird way. I don't know. See, but, I, but they're, you know, they're all, I don't hold any any true grudge against them. I just, some of them I just don't need to be in contact with anymore. Oh, I totally feel you there. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah. 1,000%. Okay. I have a couple, though, that like I was kind of seeing, like, and we started hooking up right after I made plans to move west. Mm hmm. So it was like unfinished business. Like it, uh, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't end poorly. It was like, 
I met you after I already had like sold my place and yeah. made plans to move west. Yep. So occasionally her and I drunk dial each other. Yeah. I mean, I actually, I keep in touch with one of my exes. We, we message each other here and there and stuff. And it's a very cordial and, and, and like uh, adult like, like uh, communication. And it's about normal shit too. What's adult like communication? I'm, I'm not sure. Not like show me your titties, which I should be doing because <laughs> I love titties. So when you're asking for stock tips. Damn no, not, <laughs> not that. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what adult like communication is. I don't know. I just ask her. You know, oh, you know, one of them was I was telling her that I was going to be on another podcast, and she was like, "Oh, cool, let me know, I'll link me," because she's she's got uh, she just got a new job, and uh, she's got a big drive ahead of her, and she's getting into podcasts. And of course, I was like, her friends were commenting. I'm like, "Get the fuck out of the way! Let the fucking man come through that knows about podcasts, motherfucker!" And like three people had already talked about the JRE podcast, Rogan's, which is like, well, yeah, yeah. So it's like, come on, like everyone knows that that's it. And I was like, okay, here's some more podcasts. And I sent her yours. I sent her the I was on um, Mike Tully's uh, Sirius XM like a week or two ago. Nice. Um, you know, I told her about, you know, Joey Diaz's, you know, with Lee Syatt and some of the people. church. Fuck yeah, yeah. The church. And just, you know, listed, you know, Theo Vaughn's and, all, you know, it's the people I work with and I and I respect. And, you know, and I was like, there's a lot. There's a shitload. You know, Bill Burr's got his is great because he's just a crazy maniac sitting in his room. I can't I, like more power to Bill Burr. Yeah, I could not. I have enough problems doing my ads and doing like a pre-roll by myself. Yeah. Like my humor is solely like reactionary to other people. Like, yeah, I, yeah. The ability to just sit there and like say hilarious shit with no one else in the room. Yeah. Is fucking impressive. I think he's got he's gotten to that point where he actually almost like prefers that. Like he could do a stand-up comedy bit in his in, in an empty room and in, in, in his podcast room and probably absolutely crush. Because he, he does that one with the was it the, the undies me undies, and when he sings that, he's like, "This guy's fucking nuts!" Like you can't tell if he's drunk or sober. Yeah, I, hell, even trashed. I'm just I stumble through all my fucking ad reads like, for the audience <laughs> at home. Like when you hear my ad reads, like when they are semi-coherent, that is probably take ten. Seriously, this is a two-hour show, and I may spend 20 minutes trying to get fucking three minutes of ad reads done. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, check out Gamefly. Like, yeah. the only ones that I have like down to a fucking science, because I've been doing them for almost 100 episodes, are Ghost Tequila and Laughable. Oh, Laughable. Yep. Yes, I met them. Uh, you met Ned? Yes, Ned. Super cool dude. I met him a couple months ago with Sam. They came up to the dojo about doing uh working oh, together. Oh, that's when they uh did the fucking Sam show like payable through the yes, app, right? Yeah. And I didn't realize Ned was in town. Yeah, it was a while ago. It that was, motherfucker. It was didn't... over two and a half months ago. It was pre sobriety. That's kinda where my my point is now of of, of time. So when I re listen to this in post, <laughs> Ned Kenny, I'm going to text you and be like, What the fuck? You didn't tell me you were in town. I I don't have his number shit. I have his card at home. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, they were cool. Like we we you know, spit some game, talked about what we wanted to do, and it's like down the road. And I was like, yeah, just hit me up, dude. Like that's how I am. Like hit me up if you want to work together. You no, know? Laughable one hundred percent is an amazing app. Like I believe in that product one hundred percent. Like that's why they've been we've been plugging them since like the minute I met Ned at LA Podfest like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Sam introduced me to them or connected me, whatever. Yeah, it was a good meeting, and I was just kind of like a. 
quick thing. It wasn't like a sit down, but excuse me, coffee burps. But uh, yeah, he was uh, they were good, man. Him and his partner, they were they. You know, they, I think it's it's an amazing app. Yeah, I wish they'd roll out for Android already, and then like yeah. uh, other listeners that aren't on iOS could fucking get it. Yeah, I've got a Android, so yeah, I'm part of that that club. Ah, uh, yeah. But enough about what I advertise. You <laughs> get that at the beginning of the fucking show. Yeah, more about unfortunate hookups with Trevor. Yeah. Um. God. What? Are, I got some. You know, so I got the rape one. Got raped. Uh. Got one a couple months ago. Uh. Nothing random. in between. No. And then, then a couple of fucked up relationships. Um. What else? Oh, I used to. Uh. I had a nine month affair with a forty year old married woman when I was twenty five, and when I worked in corporate America. So how'd that come about? Uh legit i was it was i got hired on as a contractor to work on a project uh this is when i was a headhunter and beautiful beautiful woman and she actually she had called me on a saturday which i thought was weird because you know corporate america's monday through friday shit she asked you to come clean her pool oh god i would have cleaned the fuck out of that pool man uh and i was like why is this girl calling me on a fucking saturday like that's but she's scratchy voice. I thought she was some like crazy old lady, and I went in for the interview Monday, and I was like, "Wow, she's a fucking fox." I could, I a fox. Yeah, that shows my age. Hey, she's foxy, uh, and didn't think anything of it. Saw the rock, didn't. I was like, "Fuck that," you know. I haven't had up and up, not up and downs, but I had my my time with married women. I'm like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I'm 25, like starting to think about my future and all that crap. And uh, made it legit, dude, made a fucking simple comment to her. And I said, nice blouse. Where did you get it? Because I'm looking for something for my brother's girlfriend, something for a gift. I I'm I swear to Christ, if there is a Christ or God or whoever the fuck is out there, Azinu, uh, <laughs> I swear I was not hitting on her. After that, it was like it was like the knock on the door. Why did you answer the door? After that, it was just like boom. She just started messaging me and emailing me on the on the intranet in the in the, the workplace. We and I went out for beers like two days later, and I'm fucking her in the parking lot of the bar, in like in the middle of drinking. So is this the same car that you moved out to LA and masturbated in? No, I wish. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to figure out how much DNA was in the car. Sorry. Oh, there's a lot, man. She was fucking wild. Wild. Did she oh. ruin your interior? <sighs> she could have. <laughs> she was fucking wild. For being 40, just was fucking incredible. Well, that's the peak of their you know, sexual prime, right? Yeah, fucking A right, man. Once again, not a doctor, I'm assuming. Yeah. From everything we read have been told in the books and whatever. The biological clock is just... Oh, God, yeah. That was not a good ticking noise, but... <laughs> I don't know how clocks work, apparently. Yeah, yeah, but we... Uh, eight, nine-month affair, and I was, like, just, just head over heels in lust for this woman. She was fucking gorgeous. Then what happened? Um, She tried to play that pregnant card. And you're like, I, was like, I have a low sperm count. Right. No. Pretty much, yeah. I've, like, I've never since... From the first girl I had sex with in high school until the last girl I had sex with a few months ago, I've never gotten a girl pregnant because I think my sperm's fucked up because I took Accutane as a kid, and they said that may have affected it. Actually, as a yeah, preteen teenager. So they said that there, well, they, some doctors, there's a correlation between low sperm count and taking Accutane and being a fucking whack job. So, so the, 
That was the best decision you ever made, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was fucking my sperm back then because I knew, like, you don't want any fucking kids running around. I mean, that's why I just used to drink Mountain Dew. You remember the old rumor that yellow number five yes. lowers your sperm? Yeah. yeah, that rumor, yeah. I'm like, oh, God. all the Mountain Dew, <laughs> all of it. It's two liters a day, motherfucker. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, she... She told me that I knew what was going on. It was because I told her I wanted to end things, and she threw the old fucking Hail Mary. And so I, why'd you want to end things? I was fixing on moving out here. This was right before I moved out here in 04. So I was reconnecting, not reconnecting, but like trying to work again with my mentor. And uh, and he was telling me he's got some projects going on. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm like, I just can't fucking be here. I don't want to do this. I mean, I'm working on fucking a career that I don't want to be in, all that shit that you go through. And we started talking again, and he was like, get out here. Just make sure everything's set. He's like, I can't promise you anything, but I can help you as much as I can. And I said, fucking, you know, I'm I'm kind of a wild card. I was like, okay. And I saved up my money, and, and you know, this was in the midst of it, and she pulled that card, you know, the pregnant card. See, what you should have had is one of your friends just contacted her and be like, Trevor died. <laughs> I'm I, I'm so sorry. He, he's on his deathbed. He said he loved you, but Trevor died. Yeah, sorry, babe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She didn't take it too well. She's screaming and yelling at me. She's kind of drunk, and I was just leaving the and the bar and got in a screaming match. And she's ah, I'm fucking pregnant. I'm like, you ain't fucking pregnant, bitch. I'm like, you fucking lying to me, man. You told me for the last nine months. I blew more loads in her than I've blown in all my socks as a kid, man. I was like, there's no fucking way this girl's pregnant. Woman. And I was like, no way. You told me your ovaries are fucking shot. You tried to get pregnant. You told me all this shit, and all of a sudden you're pregnant now? I was like, don't give me that. Did you throw her down a flight of stairs for good luck? Oh, no, I did not give her the Italian abortion. <laughs> <laughs> Look that up on uh, Urban Dictionary, folks. Look it up. <laughs> but yeah, and that was it, and... I think we may. I don't, think, I don't know if we had sex after that. I'm sure we did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're like, well, if you're already pregnant, I can't fucking get you more pregnant. Exactly. Like you can't have another kid in there. So yeah, and she she just she made it really awkward at work, and I, I talked to my manager about it, my office manager, and he took me out for lunch, and he just told I just laid it out on him, and he was just like, oh my. God. He goes, I knew something was going on with you guys, but holy shit. And I'm like, yeah, I, I got to leave. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to keep this all under wraps. And this was straight up like, you know, fucking mafia slash political shit. Like, I'm not saying shit to the owners. Just leave quietly. We're all good. I'm like, absolutely. Like, gentlemen, let's I'll fucking walk away with my head. <laughs> I fucking walked away. He's a good fucking dude. Rick, wherever you are, if you ever hear this, you're a good fucking dude for, you know, keeping that shit quiet. You ever look her up on Facebook? All the, uh, yeah, we were Facebook friends for a while. Actually, uh, does she have a kid? No, she doesn't. Um, and if she, yeah, she doesn't. We, I actually emailed her once a year on her birthday. Her birthday is the same birthday as one of my brothers, and I email her once a year. Oh, yeah, I'm that sentimental. I, so you ever hit it when you go home? I want wood. <laughs> She's gonna be like 60 now, right? Yeah, I know. It's hot. <laughs> you definitely ain't getting her pregnant now. I, I hope not. That'd be weird. <laughs> Six year olds. Definitely cannot get pregnant. Yeah, that'd be fucked up. She's all like, eh, popping out a baby. What is the oldest woman you've ever had sex with? That that was it, 25 to 40. I'm trying to get, I would love to go higher, man. I mean, it's a 15-year range, so I'm at, I'm at this age now. I'd love to go 
20 years older if I could. I would do it. I'm crazy. I don't care. I got, I'm not attached to anybody. Right? You just got to buy some lube because otherwise yeah. I don't think that's self-lubricating at that age. That's true. Or just squeeze out the... Also not a doctor. Whatever whatever it's called, silicone on their vagina if they're fake. Depends on what kind of... To- oh, no, you don't want to pop her tits. Yeah, that would kind of suck. That would suck for everyone involved. Like yeah. The point of having fake tits is to play with fake tits. Yeah. The lowest I went, though, I was 35. I did a 21-year-old. <laughs> for like a year a year wow yeah that was the one i actually keep in touch with and then i moved to uh uh what do you call it that's when i moved out here we ended our thing and that was it she's back in chicago yeah yeah she's doing well i, I support her I, she's doing awesome actually you, you send her checks you support her <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> i want to take a beat for fun um no, I just she's she's doing very well, and I think it's awesome. She's she's on the right track. She's she's in a career that she's always wanted to be, and I think it's fucking cool. So, because we both are, you know, we're in, I'm finally in my career. She's in her career, and it's just strange that we're so age wise, we're so far apart, yet we're so on the same track. If that makes sense. Yeah, the most I've done is a thirteen year age gap. Okay, that's not too bad. Younger, or older, younger, younger. Well, older, I'm not certain. <laughs> <laughs> I hooked up. Uh, I don't know how that. <laughs> I mean, the audience has heard this story before. So I hooked up with a friend of mine's friend at his wedding in Spain. Mm. I don't exactly know how old that broad was. Oh, and boy. I probably gave her chlamydia. So gave her chlamydia. Yeah. Oh, even better. She oh. was a horrible human being. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Jesus. Seriously. Who? Who in their right mind? Who like what kind of person the following morning offers to give someone else a ride into town so they can catch a train cross country to go home after a wedding and then start slugging our alcohol down, get so drunk like 30 minutes before they're supposed to leave is like, I'm too drunk to drive. You'll have to figure out your own way into town. Oh, what an asshole. Like you're a shit human being. God, what an asshole. Seriously, who does that? Uh, like your best friends, but that's about it. <laughs> Yeah, but like when your friend's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pick you up from the airport," and he shows up hammered, but he shows up. Yeah, but he shows up. Yeah, this broad wasn't staying with us. Is just drinking our alcohol in the morning. Like I'm texting my buddy who's the groom. I'm like, "Why is she still here? I super regret sticking my dick in her." <laughs> and she's just drinking our booze. And she had offered to give one of the other bridesmaids a ride into town so she could catch her train back to Barcelona. Uh-huh. And 30 minutes before she, they're supposed to leave, she's like. I'm too drunk to drive. Ugh. Like, you're a horrible human being. Fuck you, man. Like, ah. you offered to give her a ride, and then you fuck. <sighs> Fucking turd. Horrible. Yeah. Like, I regret sticking my dick. Like, I, I regret sticking my dick in her while I was inside her. I started to sober up. I'm like, uh, why am I yeah, doing this? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure girls go through it more than guys do. But it's like the dude that because we're just absolute fucking Neanderthals when it comes to sex most of the time. It's just like, eh, eh. and then it's like, eh, 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 eh. well, that uh, I'm sure I've told uh, I've shared the story, but like that all came about because me and one of the bridesmaids were like super flirtation. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna hook up with this bridesmaid. Then the bridesmaid got so drunk she passed out in some bush somewhere. I got so drunk I passed out on a pool table. <laughs> when I came to, I came back to the party and this other girl was like DTF. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, okay, I, I don't know where the bridesmaid is. Yeah. I have a similar story, but I was raped. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, like, I started to, I started to sober up like while I was inside. I'm like, why am I doing this? And the worst part about this, the fucking worst, was the following morning, she sent the fucking bridesmaid I was trying to hook up with into the room to try to find her purse. <sighs> it's a gangster bitch, man. Like I'm naked under the covers and like yeah. the bridesmaid I was trying to hook up with walks in like, oh, what's her fuck can't find her purse? I'm like, what are you doing in my room? Fuck you. Like, yeah. Jeez. But seeing as I had chlamydia at the time, I'm super happy I did not hook up with that bridesmaid because she is a nice girl. <laughs> clap, clap on that. <laughs> It happens. You, you win. <laughs> it happens. It we, fucking happens. For doing win loss, you definitely win on that one. <laughs> I, hey, I'm I'm very happy that like I did not give that nice lady chlamydia. I'm yeah. not ashamed that I gave the horrible person possibly yeah. gave her chlamydia. Yeah. And the audience has definitely heard this before, but I had no way to contact her, and she's a friend of a friend. Okay. I called the groom. I'm like, hey man, this is a little awkward. Can you tell her to go get tested? He's like, what? I'm like, uh, so yeah, I came back dirty. Oh, and shit. I was, it wasn't from her. Like, yeah, I was symptomatic beforehand. I kind of ignored it. I thought it was a UTI. Yeah. UTI. That's funny. Well, like, cause I'd never had an STD before yeah. and it, did, it wasn't like, oh my God, it burns a pee. It was just like, yeah. I was pissing all the time. Yeah. And mild discomfort. Like there was no discharge. There was no like, huh. okay. It wasn't like. Oh my god! Like yeah, razors, right? Yeah, and that's what I was told chlamydia was supposed to be like. Yeah. Although, so I, like a bro, was like, I'm just down in cranberry juice. I'll be good. Of course, yeah. It's funny when girls talk about UTIs. I'm just, I kind of like cough, like, <laughs> or <laughs> that means you're fucking way too much. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I told them like, hey, can you tell her to go get tested? And apparently, this bitch had pissed my buddy off. Yeah. And next time I saw her, he went to go tell her, and the first thing she said to him, completely unprompted, was, I didn't fuck your friend in Spain. Whoa. And he went, cool, then I have nothing to tell you. <laughs> I, I tried to do the right thing. The right thing may not have happened, but I tried to do the right thing. I like it. And for the record, men, men are whores, too. There's, I don't do that weird, like, man whore, whores are whores, whatever you got between your legs. There's nothing wrong with it. Whore. <laughs> Right here, folks. What? What? what oh, do you want? You, you want to experience endorphins and you know? Yeah, oxytocin. Exactly. You want to feel really fucking good, right? Like without f- doing shit to your body, putting shit in it. You know, getting a little cardio in while you're at it. Yeah, yeah. Five minutes is five minutes, man. You know, <laughs> it's a hell of a fucking workout for five minutes, or just that weird grunting fuck. You're just like. Eh, eh. For a few minutes, and it's like you fart from your dick, and then you're like, "All right, cool, going back to work." I'm sure I've told this story on air, but like, you know, I feel really bad. Like the girl I hooked up with in Cuba, like I popped so quick. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, so like, it's embarrassing. Like, oh goddamn, like you're hot. I've been in Cuba for five days, so I haven't cleaned the pipes. Oh yeah, I popped so fucking fast. Yeah. I had a hooker in Vegas uh, when I used to go to Vegas all the time and could not nut, man. I was so drunk, but I was like with it drunk, you know, just standard whiskey dick. And she was fucking, she was, knew exactly what she was doing, but I just, I don't know what it was. Like, I think like I psyched myself out and I was, it was hilarious because I was in, it was the Hooters, 
Hooters uh, Hotel and Casino. On Trump. Yep, you got it, baby. And I was sitting there butt naked with a bottle of champagne in one hand, the other hand playing with the fucking digital clock, like adjusting the radio and sunglasses on. I had $100 worth of booze sitting on the counter, and she's just fucking going at it, blown, just sucking just sucking away. And she was, I was like, oh, yeah. And I fucking cranked the hip-hop station. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm fucking like, damn, the king right now, this fucking place. Mind you, I was not in the... In the cool room, because uh, I had actually gotten the presidential suite that weekend, but that night it wasn't in there. So it'd be cool if I told that story that way, but it's, I'm telling the truth here. And hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, hey, she was still there. Yeah, she was there, and she was good, and she was fun. We had a great time, but I could not fucking not. So what is your thoughts on prostitution? No problem with it, as long as it's 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 safe. I, I mean, everything else is, is legal to a certain degree. I talked about this on one of, you know... Uh, when a Sam's podcast, all like psychiatric medication, all that is is cleaned up version of street drugs. You know, yeah. you, it's ups and downs. That's all it is, and it's things to balance you out. So, you know, whatever drug it is, it's Adderall is, is just really clean cocaine. You know, Percocet's a you know painkiller or like really strong shit is a version of heroin. You well, know, and that's heroin the thing, makes like, you fucking. Eh. That's what some of these drugs do to you. Make you. Eh. And that's the thing. Like, if it was legalized in Texas, tax. We would have consistent doses, and people wouldn't die of fucking overdoses when they get shit that's too pure yeah. compared to what they're normally used to shooting or sh- up. Or shit that's just mixed with... What are they doing with Coke now? They're putting f- fentanyl, fentanyl, yeah. fentanyl? What the fuck, man? What the fuck? Rat poison, I've always heard, or, you know... Baby laxatives. Yeah, ugh. yeah, I've been through that, man. When I first moved here, I was... How many times did you shit your pants? Never shit my pants. I was actually the reverse... I had I was you constipated. Your pants? I constipated, man. Not enough baby laxative in your coke then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a problem I had. I wasn't pooping well. So back to the prostitution. So yeah. how much do you think you've spent on prostitutes? Oh, not much. Maybe six or eight thousand. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's like five no. successions yeah. with someone who's you know worthwhile. No, I did I've had a couple. Um three three maybe, three or four. Four. Maybe four, yeah. That's not bad. No, not at all. That's like one a decade. As an adult, I've realized that prostitution is really only a hang-up for the middle class. Yeah. The well-to-do fucking definitely make use of sex that's workers. That's all they do. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they do, man. I, I, I have a really interesting story that I cannot share with <laughs> some A-list comics and a prostitute. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, it, it was fine. an interesting night. Yeah. And definitely at like poor and street level. Yeah. They make use of prostitution all the time. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's only the puritanical middle class that has a yeah. problem with it. Yeah, judgmental bullshit. Uh, well, it's that's the thing. Everyone is flawed in some way or another. I don't think it's flawed to even pay for sex. You technically pay for sex when you take someone out. If a man thinks he's going to get sex and he's going to spend all this money on a woman to have sex, it's the same fucking thing. It's just they just break down the transaction from. Picking them up, dinner, drinks, all that stuff, buying them something nice. They just break those transactions down to one transaction, which is, okay, 200 bucks for an hour, done. See, my problem is my ego won't let me just to be transactional about it. Like, I need to, I need at least the illusion that you're into me. Well, that's called a girlfriend experience. Right. And that costs <laughs> a lot more. And I'm, or you just get expensive. a really nice girl that's a prostitute because they are out there. I've had a, all the ones I've had have all been pleasant. 
Well, and the, I've never had like a street hooker. I mean, I live on Santa Monica and Las Palmas, and the only street hookers there are crossdressers. And I'm like, dude, you're not fooling no one. And they probably suck dick better than anyone you've ever had. Most likely. I mean, and they're nice. I've, I've, for the most part, they're nice. I've seen some rowdy shit go on at that 7-Eleven. But, I, you know, the, the ones that are actually trying to transition from male to female, is it male to female, that are actually trying, not just throwing on a wig and walking around, are pretty cool. I've had conversations. I'm like, okay, I got no problems here. You guys are cool. It's just there's kids in the neighborhood, you know, and sometimes I see weird shit, and I'm like, eh, you might want to wait. No, fuck that. Kids yeah. need to be exposed to that shit. Yeah. How else are they supposed to learn? Yeah, that's true. Not like a two-year-old watching a, you know. A, oh, two-year-olds a, won't fucking remember. <laughs> yeah. They won't remember. All right. For 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 the viewers, how about a five-year-old? No, a 10-year-old watching a, a cross-dresser give a dude a blowjob in the afternoon. Hey. Fuck it. By 10 years Yolo. old, you've gone through sex ed. Mm. It happened, that shit happens in fifth grade, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you're right. See? Yeah. Hey, in Jewish culture, three years and then they're a man. That's right. 13 is the bar mitzvah? Bar mitzvah bar for, mitzvah? A, yeah. bar mitzvah for uh, the ladies. The ladies, that's it. Ba and bar. Okay. But, as I said, like for me, prostitution, it's literally like I have no moral problems with it. It's just a my ego just says, like, nah, I don't want to just flat out pay you. I yeah. need to at least have you be convincing that you're into me. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, I get that. I respect that. Me yeah, and just more of... All right, you're good at your job, right? Okay, cool. It's kind of like I got referred to you. You're one of the best electricians in town. All right, let's do this. Let's wire, rewire this bitch. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah. <laughs> plenty of my friends, you know, escort, yeah. do sex work, and that's awesome. Yeah, I got like, no, no problems with it. It's my personal hangups. Yeah. Yeah, that's... But you see, you, you, you're you okay with it. The general consensus or general statement is you're fine with it, you know. One thousand percent. Yeah, it should be, you know. Hell, I wish I could get over my egotistical need to be wanted in the situation, <laughs> and I could just throw down some, you know, throw down some loot and get laid. Like, mm. by any chance, are you a Virgo? Is that why? Nope. Okay, thank God. Leo? No. Ugh. Ooh, strike two. Trevor's in the hole. Pitchers count. Uh, what, we, what we got? Drum roll. Oh, God. Ego ish. Oh, Aries. Strike three. Trevor Strike three. Out. Trevor is out. I am not good at this anymore. I, well, you're not trying to fuck me, so you shouldn't try to figure yeah, out my you're right. side. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not into dudes like most people think. Well, S- either way, like that would be a really fat sandwich. And <laughs> it would be. So what are you? A fat Chicago sandwich. Like two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a big fucking. Yeah. Be like a dip, deep dish pizza of man. Oh, yes. Dripping with sweat. Jeez. Oh. So what is your sign? Aquarius. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of fucking sense. Okay. What day? The 9th of February. Okay. I think that's one of my besties. He's right around there. Yeah, that makes sense. You're very mental creatures. That's why you need, you need, you need the mental orgasm just as much as the physical. Depending on how much booze they're giving me, sometimes I just need the physical. Yeah, yeah. But I still want you to like, you know, pretend to be, want to be there. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I dig that. I respect that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like with strip clubs, it's like I'm not into like just some girl being like, "Yo, you want to dance?" Like, no, you gotta pretend you're into my bullshit. Yeah. 
<laughs> I spent, I was known as stripper loving Trey through my entire 20s because I'd been to so many strip clubs. So what, Polecats? Polecats, yes. I was a regular there. I had a couple friends that worked there. Polecats, Atlantis? Atlantis once or twice, uh, but it was, what was the other one down over in the south? Club 390. Yeah, Club 390 and Club O. Oh, yeah, Club yeah, O. Club O. Um, I was out in the West Burbs, so it was Diamonds back in the day. Yep. And then the, if you go into Indiana, the Industrial Strip. Yeah, yeah. And then in my, when I was out there years, a few years ago, it was Scores. I started doing the Scores thing. Oh, in Addison, yep. Yeah. And what was it? Um, fuck. It was across, I don't know, this is going way back, off of Mannheim. Heavenly Bodies. Yeah, yeah. I used the bodies. The yes. bodies. Like I used to go to the bodies just to get drunk yeah. because it used to be like because you could drink fifty there, yeah. cent, fifty cent domestic. Yes. Yeah. I went through with my cousins. We got rocked off for fucking gourd. The the bodies used beer. to be like a mile and a half from my place. Yeah. Okay. I literally would just go there, ignore the girls, be like, I'm not getting a dance girl. I'm yeah. here for the shitty buffet and yeah. cheap drinks. Exactly. <laughs> like I paid a ten dollar <laughs> cover to drink fifty cent domestics and eat chicken wings all night. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Like. This is a bikini bar. I give less than a fuck. Do you remember Shabooms in off of Mannheim and Stone Park? It was in the strip club. It was just a late night bar, and Mardi Gras was open to like four. Five oh, I nine. remember Mardi Gras. Okay, I've had a lot of late nights there. This is before I fucked with drugs, man. I was just a fucking booze hound. A lot of late nights because the girls. It was before Scores. It was called Dreamers, I think, or something. Yeah, like it that. was Dreamers. Dreamers. They would get off at three or four and they come in for like an hour or two and you just see this troop of fucking strippers walking in late and they're just like still in their kind of their dance outfit or not, but all just done the fuck up and it's like, oh shit, here they come. And every dude's just like, and you know, of course, 90% of the guys there are, are, you know, geeked out on blower rolls or me, I'm just yacked out on my mind on Red Bull and vodka or Jaeger bombs and it's just like, fuck yeah. And then you crash. <laughs> future problems. Yeah. One hundred percent future problems. Yeah, they they clean up Stone Park. You can't do anything there now. They used to have street walkers, street street prostitutes there. Yeah, right? yeah. Do they used to work with a Stone Park cop? So like Stone Park get away with fucking anything. Yeah, they were connected as fuck, man. They were connected. You you could do whatever you wanted. All those near West Burbs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Addison, fucking Stone Park, Carroll Stream, Carroll Stream, go up to Melrose, Roselle, that area, Melrose Park, Melrose Park, Roselle, man, oh fuck, man, it's like people don't realize what kind of shit was really going down over there. Elmwood Park, fuck, oh yeah, dude, I I used to uh, try to, I was working with this bar back in my early twenties doing club promotions, and it was all Russians, all Russians, Eastern Europeans, and these. I walked in, dark hair, blue eyes, and every single woman there was a blonde. They looked at me like I was like this prize pony because they'd never seen anyone. I, that's when I fucking took care of myself and looked nice. No, no. And they're come staring on. at me like, what the fuck is that? They just saw a green card. Don't, don't kill yourself. <laughs> okay, you're right. They're like, <laughs> there are no yeah. rats in America. That's how it is out here too, man. I have no problem with it. You girl, you want to get married for a green card? Just look me up. I was... I almost got married to an Israeli for a green card like 10 years back. For Someone's offering like 15 grand. I'm like, oh, yo, that's good money. Cash? Yeah. Oh, we're fucking in. Let's I'm like, do it. Fuck yeah. I made I'm my grandma in. happy too because I'm Jewish. There you go. Yeah. Do you remember, you remember uh, 
I don't know if they say it out here. I don't think they do, but Japs. The oh, term yeah. Jap, yeah. Oh, I, come I, on. I this... made that comment to someone out here, and they got like they tried to get offended. They're like, oh, how did you say that about Japanese people? I'm like, I'm not talking about Japanese people. What do I go? You've never heard of Jewish American, American princes? princes? Yeah, yeah, they're like, no. I'm like, when I started thinking, like, is that just really just a Chicago acronym? No way, no way. I I feel like that has to be a New York yeah, thing too. Yeah, and there's got to be one out here. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, definitely. Yeah, because I actually, definitely I'd gone on a lot of dates with with. Japs, Jewish American princesses back in my 20s in my AOL dating days, my early, early 20s, like 19 to 21, 22. I would go be in those fucking chat rooms. And there was this, this, I don't know, someone just said like something Japs. And that's the first thing I thought. I was like, damn, people are just slanging it up in here. And then, then the girl explained it. And I was like, okay, that's cool. You know? I am actually the last hope for my grandparents to marry a Jew because none of my cousins did. Oh, shit. Or my sister. And, like, none of them did, so. Yeah. All right. But apparently the Jewish girls I mean are Scientologists, so that doesn't Uh. count either. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Uh. So, Jewish ladies, if you'd like to make my grandmother happy. Yeah. And possibly me. Come get them. Come get them, ladies. I know any, I'll send them your way. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fuck anything, so I don't care. Apparently, not anything. You were raped. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, you have a point. Yeah, that's true. I, I that when I was also younger. I think no, no, now, I now, now, now I would, now I wouldn't. No, now you're like I have no weight classes. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. I got to be the big one in a relationship. That's my thing. I can't be. I can't. It's not going to work. I got to be the, the the fucking you know the heavy hitter, not. There's no two. I don't. I don't. I don't wrestle my weight class. It's just how I've always been. Fair enough. Well, and I'm not saying I need like tiny little like. I'm like no. I don't have a particular. I just. I know. You know. That's just me. I know. I fucked some larger women in my day. It's like yeah. I mean, it happens. I ha- yeah, I have. I just. And all I've, like I'm not so opposed to it as the fact that it's like it's just hard to get good penetration angles. Yeah, that's true. You're trying to just move one slab and move the other slab, and it's like, how are we going to do this and make this work? You know, right? We're both trying to get off here. Yeah, I got to get you know tab A into slot B. <laughs> We're trying to build some IKEA furniture without instructions. <laughs> yes, uh, and there are no meatballs. It's so depressing. Oh, the worst. Not like a good pair of meatballs. Yeah, but I uh, yeah, I had actually a. My Vegas, I uh, I used to go out there quite a bit, and I have I used to have a website called Filth Brand, and it was um, a website I, I created, and I wrote all my stories about all the weird fucked up shit, drunken stories basically I did in Vegas. But I I wrote it. I would always write the story the day after, still drunk and or hungover, so it was so pure. And then I you know edited it up and then posted, it, and it became, it kind of caught to my friends out in Chicagoland. And then I tried selling T-shirts for fun, and people loved them. And I actually have a few. Um, the rest are wherever the fuck they are. Well, if you got an XL, I'll rock that shit. If I can, yeah, I think I might have some laying around somewhere. Nice. But they, uh, then I tried selling a T-shirt, and something happened with the the link I was using. And then my my website got uh, got tampered with, and it all the the content got destroyed. That's that's fucking miserable. It was. It was awful because I didn't back up some of it, and I just was like, I can't. I just stared at it like, 
and I called text everything. They're like, your content was that. And I was like, who would, I, I, I don't even know if I have anyone reading this shit. Why the fuck would you want to take down my website? Then it was like, what, what, of, what story in there was so offensive or wrong that someone wanted to just terrorize my website? And I was like, huh. Someone did it for the fucking lols. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not going to build a website until I want to. Now I'm building a comedy room, so. Much I, more important. Yeah. <laughs> I got the upper hand on that one. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Now I get to tell my shit on stage. And I, I have to have absolutely envy you guys. Like, I've never had the desire to really be a stand-up comic. Mm-hmm. Once I got on stage for AVN, and I made a complete ass of myself. Like I, <laughs> I've told this story before. Like I was not planning to talk. When every other movie won, the whole cast went on stage. Yeah. And I was planning to be like, go up with the rest of the cast, standing back. Yeah. They hand me the award, and I'm like, oh shit, I have to say something now. Yeah. And I don't say anything really well or coherent, but the rush of being like at the joint at the Hard Rock and looking out at thousands of people, like yeah, the joint's pretty badass. <laughs> man, I could kind of see myself on stage. It's cool, man. It's really cool. I've been on number a number of stages, and it's it's surreal. I mean, I've been on a stage. Uh, are you familiar with Market Days in Chicago? It's the uh, street festival uh, in Boys Town in like August every year. Okay, yeah. So I, uh, my friend and I, a uh, good friend of mine, we used to run uh, the bar together. I worked at for years. Uh, we would go, we get a group of people together, and I was up there one, uh, one year, just hammered, uh, coherently hammered, as I like to say, because I knew what the fuck I was doing. And I walk out, and I had sunglasses on. I was all like, you know, gate out, and I, I go on, and there's like ten thousand people. They was like the crazy numbers because it was it was a Sunday night. It was they were like the closing act, and like right in the middle of. Of uh of the whole you know, um, street fair, and I'm out there dancing, and I'm like banging on like some sort of like makeshift cowbell, just drunk, just in just like living fucking, it, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just living it up, man. And I was like, and I came to, and I was Christopher like, Walken more cowbell, more exactly, cowbell. dude. I was that's that was kind of like what I played off of. And I'm looking, and I just see, like, ten, it, it felt like, I think they said over 10,000 people came through, whatever. Holy so, shit. So I just say, like, I dance in front of 10,000 gay men, you know, what was it, five years ago, whatever, just banging my, you know, makeshift cowbell, dancing on stage with this band, 16 Candles, who I'm very good friends with. Oh, the, the 90s cover band. Yes, yeah. I'm, they used to play uh, Joe's on Weed Street yeah, all the time. Yeah, Joe's on Weed Street, yeah. So... Um, Dave Insulin, he's the guitarist, and he actually helped me uh, book bands at my bar. This is all like Chicago callbacks. Like yeah. the whole episode is <laughs> Chicago callbacks. If you're not from Chicago, you're like, really? Yeah. Really? This is boring. I'm turning it off. Please yeah. don't. Yeah. Well, we'll have more awkward hookups with Trevor coming momentarily. <laughs> yeah. I went out there and just fucking, I was like, holy shit. And then I, I walked off stage and I was like, I need a fucking shot because it's pounding beer. And, you know. You get to a certain point in your life, beer just doesn't cut it, and then just it was it was wild, man. It was wild, you know. That's that's the biggest crowd I've seen in front of me, and <laughs> ten thousand gay dudes just screaming like, "Ah, let me see more of that fucking bear." Yeah. Do you fall into bear or are you an otter? I'm a bear. Yeah, I'm not that hairy though. That's the thing. That's what I'm thinking. Like you're not that hairy and you're not that tall. No, I'm I'm like otter bear. I don't know if there's like a midzy of those. 
I'm not gay. Don't know. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. They, if not, Audience at home, if you know, please tweet us. Let us know. You know, actually, a lot of... I've been to, you know, WeHo plenty in Boys Town in Chicago, and I'm, I'm everyone calls me a bear because I'm like, you know, just... Because I'm not too short. I'm not too tall, but I just have that bear look. Um, but I'm not. My chest and my back isn't hairy. My arm... Other... Like, elbow up, it's just like very little hair. Maybe you're like a poo bear. You're just going for honey? Yes. Actually, Pooh Bear, that was that was my guy when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call me a Pooh Bear. It makes sense. I'm the king of shitter selfies. So that's my that was my thing for years. I take shitter selfies every morning. People would be like, "Why are you send that to me on Snapchat?" Just rolling around with no pants on. Pretty much, yeah. Like shirt, no pants. Yeah, just sitting on the toilet taking a picture, taking a selfie. The old shitter selfies. No, you did that whole bit like. When I was at oh, you saw that? Yeah, oh, I saw that. yeah. My my first forty five minutes of the day when I'm taking a dump. Yeah, I did a. It's it's not tech. It's stand up. It's comedy. a work in progress. Yeah, it is. It's it's performance art to say the least or the most. Um, it's the first time I've done that. I wrote that out and I was trying to break down the you know the set and I'm like, you no, know, it's like everybody's doing. The, I don't want to. I don't want to get into this. You know, like everyone's doing the same thing, but I have my own thing I want to do, and it's not just telling jokes and you know telling. Well, I was a dating in L.A. or you know that Tinder swiping right. I just it's not for me. It's not my style. So I wanted to ex- show people uh, how I poop in the morning. You know, and we and, saw and how yeah and how uh, and how difficult it can be when you're you know after almost getting murdered and trying to figure out your life and. You know, sometimes not everything works that well because you've been, you know, sleeping on your side for two months and whatnot. It really wasn't cool to leave a pile of shit for the MC to clean up, though. Yeah, my bad MC. You had to (laughs) shovel the shit, like bag it like it was a fucking doggy bag? Yeah. Wasn't cool. Yeah. I showed off my toes. People in the front row, I'm like, see? Because I get my toenails painted. 14 years this November, it'll be. What started that trend? It is actually it's it's been going on yeah fourteen years this 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 winter um, I had I was with my niece and we were hanging out and she wanted to paint my toenails she was super young at the time and she painted my toenails and she did a great job she was really young it's four five six seven eight around there seven eight I don't know and I we joked about how it was the quietest she's ever been in her life <laughs> and I would always say that and then. Um, a few months later, my sister's pregnant with her son, and we, my sister couldn't, uh, what do you call it, go to nail salon and stuff because all the fumes, because it fucks up the breathing and all that stuff. And it sounds like the kid's problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was, you know, she's just, well, I mean, she was, I mean, was temporarily, caught. it's a kid's problem. If she gives birth to a retard, it's definitely her problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he turned out well. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> like, well, for Chicago or well for the rest of the world? Well, for the rest of the world, yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah, he's a good kid. But, yeah, they. Uh, so she's like, ah, I can't get my fucking toenails painted. She's getting, you know, she's pregnant, pissed off. So my niece and I, we got our toenails painted again. So that became our thing, was we get our toenails painted, and I just kept doing it. So It's going to get really weird when she turns it in, like, anal bleaching is your thing now. Yeah. I haven't done that, man. I thought about it. I'm like, maybe I should get my butt hair pulled. Get it waxed? Yeah. Like tint and asshole waxed? Yeah. Yeah. Right now, it's just so out of hand. I'm like, I want I to I wanna fuck around with someone, some chick, and just be like, what do you think? And I'll pick through that. Find it. <laughs> find the field mouse. <laughs> oh. 
It's waiting for you, sweetheart. <laughs> your pubes should never be longer than your dick. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got a mini dick. Like that would it, suck. It, like a little baby bird poking through the, <laughs> poking through the nest, yeah. waiting for mom and bird to feed it some yeah, worms. Chirping. Oh man, that would suck. Yeah, my balls are huge though. That's the other thing. Uh, cancer or just no, just uh, just big fucking balls. Every girl I've dated, and most a lot of girls I've fucked around with, they're like, Jesus, you have, you know. So like, you you have the kind of balls like in missionary you vapor lock. Yes. <laughs> I bartend, or my buddy, he bartends uh, at the bar, and we, we do a lot of gay shit because it's funny. Um, and he came up behind me months ago, and he just, like, you know, kind of cock slapped me from, from behind. So ball slapped me, I should say. And he fucking hit the balls, and they were just hanging. And he's like, oh, my God. And he's like, you have fucking huge balls. I'm like, eh, you know. You ever gonzo a motherfucker? Like, just don't. You know- Dick down, balls over their eyes. Ooh, I haven't. Fuck. I got something to do if any ladies out Not there. Not it. <laughs> like, for the I am touching my nose right now. Not it. Not it. I've had a fair amount to drink tonight, but I have not had that much to drink. Yeah, that's borderline weird. Not too weird, but borderline. On this show, never. No, never. Not at all. It'd be weird if it happened. Yeah. It's not weird for me to be like, not it. Yeah. Yeah, so they're pretty big. That's why I got on load at least once a day. If not, I just walk around with a halfy. Have you like seen a doctor about them? Yeah, I actually just got checked up. I just got my well, I've had insurance for a while and went to my doctor and he played, whoa, whoa, played breaks, with breaks. Ladies in Los Angeles, Trevor has insurance. I have insurance, ladies. Marry up now. Yeah, I have insurance. And he checked them and he's like, Oh, they're good. I'm like, Yeah, that's right. I keep checking them, buddy. He's like, What? I'm like, No, nothing. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> It's been a while, Doc. Those gentle hands. Yeah, I know. Old man. He's like, it's, I, I was scared. I'm like, God, I don't hope he doesn't fucking croak in here. I, he's been grabbing balls since World War II. That's true. Yeah. A lot of experience. Yeah, he liked them. He was down there for a while, so. But yeah, all clean. Did all the, all the tests, all that shit. And I was like, fuck. Oh, I'm glad you don't have to lose a ball like Tom Green. Yeah, that would suck, man. Uh, well, I mean, if you get an MTV special out of it, eh, would it suck that bad? Yeah, I mean, I don't plan on ever having kids. I don't mind. I just like the loads I, I jump, so I think you would probably produce less if you have one ball. Probably. Or maybe that one ball just turns into, like, Superman of balls and just can just jizz twice as much. It's like when you go blind times. and you're like, Oh, I have better sense of smell. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. That could be it. That one ball just turns into a fucking freak. It just can just produce. Just, just shooting ropes. Oh, God. Yes. Shoot the fucking rope. Shoot the rope. Oh, tying it up in the ear and everything. Yanking it down. I mean, how, vis- how viscous is your semen? How viscous? Yeah. I'm not familiar with that word. Like how thick? Oh, it's pretty thick. It's pretty thick. It's gooey, yeah. It tastes good, too. Do you really know that, or are you just being funny? <laughs> Someone did, did someone snowball you? I've never been snowballed, or I've never snowballed. It may have scraped across my mouth at one point in my my sexual encounters. What you were just like when you were so young, you shot a load that like, oh. oh, I wish that'd be so cool if I could shoot Peter North loads. Oh, he's a fucking god. In my early twenties, I definitely shot a load over my head. Yeah, no, not me. 
I mean, I definitely went like a handful of dishes out jerking off and like one punch. That's awesome, dude. Good for you. I mean, this 20 years ago. Yeah, I can't do that. But it was just like, that holy I, fuck. Yeah. Like, ah, where'd it, it go? <laughs> like, weirded me out. Like, oh, God, that 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 should have been in my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> I would just hump everything I could. I get so bored of jerking off, I just hump things. This one time, this is a fucked up story I really want to tell on stage, but since we're on the topic. <sighs> fuck it, let's do this. Let's do it. Seventh grade, somewhere in junior high. And uh, we, uh, it was at the end of the summer, and there was a carnival, and uh, I forgot who won. Someone in my family won a stuffed animal, and um, I was, it was this big, like, big life, not life-size, like, yeah, big life-size stuffed Dalmatian. I hope my buddies hear this, because I've told the story to them, and, like, I was like, I'll never tell this again. And, of course, they told, like, everybody, but now I'm going to tell everybody. So, anyways... So I'm, parents are gone, no one's in the house, you know. I was like, and I was just, this thing, this fucking boner wouldn't go away. And I'm like, oh, and I just looked at the stuffed animal and it had a little hole in it. I was like, I gotta fuck that thing. I gotta fuck something. I like, because like when you're at a certain age, it's just like jerking off isn't enough. It's like, right. It's, I could jerk off a few times a day, three, four, five times a day. It's not enough. I need that like. I like, wish flashlights were invented yes, in the 90s. Yes, I need that simulation of having sex and just like humping something like an animal. So what do I do? I fucking hump a you know, stuffed animal. And I'm sitting there just, just fucking it. And I've just, I think I fucked it maybe two or three times that weekend. I can't quite remember. But I take it out and I like put holes in it more so it looks like it's damaged. So I put it out. Uh, on the curb because it was a weekend and our our, gar- our garbage man used to come on Sunday nights or yeah no Monday morning so Sunday night was garbage night so I was all like fed, had it all prepared so I took it out Sunday night left it there um but I didn't realize like I didn't real I didn't realize that Monday was a holiday so the stuffed animals out there and somebody in my family brought the stuffed animal back in and it was like. It was like, oh my, it was like the victim. And it, like, oh I no. To, I had to, exactly. I had to look at the stuffed animal again. I'm like, as like collecting flies. And, yeah. I was, like, I was like, oh man, I fucked this thing all weekend. And now it's, it's back in the house. Like, shit. It's like, I just thought I got rid of her. Like, she's, it's like the ex girlfriend that won't go away. Exactly. And I've had a couple of those um, in high school. None of you listening that are adults. <laughs> Like, no one in Hollywood that I've recently hooked up with. Yeah, I love you all. Yes, you're all sweethearts. And I please come to the bar and spend money. Yeah, <laughs> this is a stuffed animal. I had to look at this fucker in the eye, and I was like, "How do I get rid of it now?" You know? Did you set it on fire? I, I threw. I ended ended up finding a way to throw it out. I think I waited for the next week, and excuse me, I dragged it out like a body and I was like, I threw it in the trash. Like, I made sure I physically, the garbage man was there, heard the, the fucking Transformers fucking and dragged that thing out and tossed it. And I was like, oh, it was all, it was all fucked up or something. You're like, I gotta get rid of my DNA. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't need that floating around. So yeah, I mean, I fucked the stuffed animal and I'm sure there's plenty of other guys that have done it that, you know, don't admit it. And I'm sure there's plenty of women that have done it that don't admit it, so... I don't give a shit. When you're young and your hormones are fucking racing, it's like, the shit clouds your fucking vision. Like all thoughts are, they're not coherent. It's like oh, I just need it not. Yeah, really. It's like you just can't. It's like, 
And it's it's I still get like that, just not at that level. Like I've got, like I said, I gotta gotta unload once a day. If I don't, I'm just a little, you know, kind of got a twitch in the eye or something or neck twitch, and it's like I'm uh, not all there today. You definitely don't need a neck twitch. With the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need another neck twitch. No. I've had a, one one is enough, one bad one. Jesus. Yeah, that was my uh, that was my Dalmatian story. So. I told the story to two of my buddies back in Chicagoland and, and the Burbs, and they fucking died. And they were dying. And then one year for my birthday, they gave me a stuffed Dalmatian. And Did you fuck that one, too? No, I thought about it. Why didn't you? It was too little. It felt weird. You don't like them petite? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not that Hollywood. <laughs> I, like, I like something in there. But yeah, they gave me a stuffed Dalmatian and so it was like no thigh gap. Yeah, no thigh gap. No thigh gap. No. And uh, and the Spider Man underwear. I can't remember where that that story came from, but they gave me Spider Man underwear, which I still wear to this day. For the onset home, I think he's wearing it right now. Yeah, Bowen and Malloy. I still wear it to this day. Thank you guys. But yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> and I I think I think they. Told they uh, told me I told them that story again at a bar, like uh, when I was dating this girl, and she, I don't know what she did about it. I don't. I think she just didn't understand it, like couldn't comprehend. And it was at a bar where a girl I used to date was working, and I didn't know that she was working. And I ended up there with a girl I was dating, and then my buddies came in, and it just was like, I need to do something. I need to say something fucked up to take this tension away. So of course I threw myself into the pit. And I was like, oh, I once fucked a stuffed Dalmatian. And that was my way to break the ice because it was just really awkward. You don't say. Yeah. You make mistakes when you're fucking stupid. And 29 and 30. I can't remember how old I was. I'm still in my mid-30s. I make dumb mistakes all the time. Yeah, we'll make them till we're dead. That's fine. I don't That's mind. the hope. Yeah. The hope. <laughs> Look, if I'm not making dumb mistakes, I may be dead already. Yeah, or you're boring as fuck, and no one wants a boring-ass podcast host. <laughs> and you are not boring, by the way. What? I know that. I don't need you to fucking... <laughs> words. I, I, I know words. <laughs> validation? Is that yeah, it? I don't need your validation. Yeah. I, do you need more whiskey? <laughs> there we go. Now he's talking. Elijah Craig. Or am I not supposed to say that? Yeah, I'll clean up and post. But yeah, that's okay. how much damage I've done to a 90 shit. 94 proof bottle already. Fucking rock star, man. I drank like a a quarter of coffee, so. Yeah, he's drinking like 20 ounces of coffee. Yeah, I don't plan on sleeping ever. <laughs> Sleep's overrated. It is, yeah. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Warren Zevon said it best, man. Right? I'll sleep when I'm dead. Yeah, fuck that. God, what else? Uh, what is going on? What is new for the Dojo County? Well, uh, we're we're booking booking a lot. Um, starting to do two shows. A um, couple nights, Friday, Saturday, we're going to have two shows a night. We have a new, well, I've talked about the show up, go up. That's starting next month on Sundays. I'm doing uh, every other Sunday. Oh, no, that, sorry, the show up, go up is every Monday. Every, uh, the second and fourth Sunday a month is going to be with uh, Nick from the Comedy Store. He works there. He's going to be doing a show. Um, he's super cool. It's going to be like a very like interactive party show. A lot of, you know, like not forcing, but encouraging people to drink and have a good time, you know. Uh, I don't know nothing about that. No, not at all. 
Alcohol is bad, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I'll drink to that. Yeah. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are one-off shows. Wednesdays are dark. Um, yeah, Friday, Saturday are, are double are double headers. And then I'm, you know, I've got some random nights or, you know, one-off shows is actually two books. So it's getting to the point where, you know, the goal is to have have comedy there. You know, it'd be great to have it seven nights a week, two shows a night. That's the ultimate goal. And, you know, I'm working with a lot of, obviously, Sam Tripoli, you know, one of the best in the business. And the great yeah, Sam Tripoli. Yeah, yeah. The great Sam Tripoli. How are you? <laughs> Trevor, how are you? <laughs> I love Sam so much. Um, hey, uh, on a random night when you got nothing going, I would love to do a fucking live podcast that would just get fucking weird. Dude, yeah. I can find, I mean, I've got stuff next month open. I've got nights open can build it or something get some yeah. people in there have some fun with it so have some comics out like because you get a feel for the show like we're yeah. just it's just random fucking bullshitting yeah it is it's exactly what it is what it, uh it's just a conversation at the end of a bar oh my tagline huh yeah. uh-huh. oh, <laughs> oh honesty and advertising and yeah. yeah look at that look at that yeah that's uh, years ago that's how i wanted to format mine Actually, this is something I was trying to talk. I've been trying to tell this story to Sam for a while, but he's he's been out of town for like ten days. So, um, he's something about Anthony Bourdain and his mom's a big fan or something. And I was like, "Hey, dude, you know I had dinner with Anthony Bourdain years ago, like I think it's six six years ago, maybe in Vegas. Six years ago, I had dinner with Anthony Bourdain at uh, Carnivino, which is Mario Batali's restaurant. How'd this come about?" Um, his, uh, his wife, well, ex-wife, um, she's a big, uh, jujitsu fan or not fan practitioner. And, uh, I had connected with her through a company I worked with, with my, my sister and her, her husband. And, um, she loved the, the, the company and one thing led to another, um, Bourdain has been in and out of, you know, uh, whatever the, he's, I mean, he's part of the Vegas scene because he's Anthony fucking Bourdain. Right, right. So. We uh, were like just kind of connected, and we're all out there at the same time during um, before the UFC went, you know, strictly with Reebok. But we we go out there for the Fan Expo, and we had to just we had said, "Hey, let's do dinner." He's like, "Okay," and then we're like, "Okay, yeah." And me being the person I am, I'm like, "Yeah, that's what everyone says." We're like, all right, this is where to me. Da da da. And I'm like, so this is happening. I had to like psych myself out of this is actually going to happen. I'm going to have dinner with the Anthony fucking Bourdain. Like, okay, let's let's get your shit together, Trevor. Get your head on straight. And we legit had dinner in this like private area of Carnivino in Vegas, which is I think is in the Palazzo. Mario Batali, the owner, part owner, whatever. It's one of his restaurants out there. And for the first half hour, I actually at the table I got to sit right next to Bourdain. The first half hour. I was fucking speechless. I legit wanted to just pet his face because I was like, is this really a human in front of me or a TV? And I was like, and he's telling stories. I'm like, he's real. This motherfucker is real. He's sitting next to me. We're getting fucking lit. We're drinking, eating some of the best food in the country. And I'm like, this is, is this really happening? Yeah. And then I, you know, after that third or fourth JMO rocks, I started to kind of, Wake up like, wow, this dude, Anthony, the Anthony fucking Bourdain, the 
when he talks and you listen to his story and you like zone in like that and like pay attention, he gives you the same exact respect. He duplicates that. He reciprocates that. That's, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's what makes him such a good host is he's so interested in what you have to say. Oh, good host should be. Yeah. Unlike me, who I'm just literally just waiting to say what I have to say next. <laughs> like, oh, you're talking. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. No, I have a story. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's me self-deprecating for no good reason. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty dope though. He's a cool fucking dude. So, and, and his then wife, she was very cool. Um, yeah, it was, it was a great time. And I was like, just, I still, you know, I couldn't believe it. And I wrote the story and people read it and they're like, that's fucking wild, man. That's wild. Are you actually, actually happened? I'm like, yeah. And you know, the story went viral for a while and it was really cool. And, you know, got some some good press out of it. You know, that was before I was really indulged in the stand-up comedy. I was, you know, focused more on writing. I was writing for a couple of different websites. So that was kind of nice. What sort of stuff were you writing? Uh, I was writing some, you know, content. Uh, I'd been hired by a couple of companies that I was actually not, I didn't tell anybody about, but I was writing like content for their, their websites to help like just build up stuff, beef it up. Um, you know, stuff on the side. My own personal uh, website. I was still was still in progress, not in progress, but was still active. Um, and I focused on that because I didn't want to. I didn't want to blur the lines and write for all these different websites. And then they're like, "Oh, this guy." Well, I read his his website, and he's talking about getting drunk in Vegas and fucking hookers. And then he's writing for this website. I didn't want to blur that line, so I kept very quiet about who I was writing for, and it was just kind of on the side and shit. So. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. I've been writing for a long fucking time, man. And nice, nice. Yeah, I found some of my old shit that I wrote when I was like twenty, and I was like, "Damn, this kid's fucking crazy." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, who wrote this shit? This kid's fucking out there. Twenty <laughs> seems like a lifetime ago. I know, man. It was. I think about. It, I'm like, it's like you go back in your head. You're like, what the fuck? That was what the fuck? You just I. It's bizarre, like all the people you meet and then you just never talk to again. I know it's it's fucking tragic, but that's part of life. Like you grow yeah. apart from people. You you may be connected at one point, but like your paths diverge. Like one of my really good friends married with like three stepkids and a kid of his own. I'm like oh shit, love you to death, homie, but we have nothing in common. Yeah, I know, man. I know it's tough. That's we can't why. relate to each other's lives in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I think that's why some of my family doesn't talk to me. Not just because I'm an asshole, but because they may have a little problem with the asshole part. Yeah, fuck it. Hey, I'm honest as fuck. That's why I'm too fucking honest. We don't. Not everyone likes that. But, oh, uh, in Hollywood, nobody likes. Nobody that. likes that. No, that's why my the shit I do on stage, literally uh, <laughs> and figuratively, is uh, is is. You know, I, I take heat for it sometimes because it's a little too out there and open. And I'm like, well, you got to throw yourself out there. I'm not going to sit there and woo the crowd with some bullshit. You know, I'm going to just tell them what I know, what I feel. Yeah. Well, and the, I'm right there with you. I feel like one of the things the listeners in the show engage with is the fact that I try to bring them on a show. Like, yeah. How many other podcasts are like, yep, got chlamydia, gave it to some people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, random hookups happen. Like uh, people, sm they smell bullshit. And yeah. They don't want it. Yep. P 
People want honesty. They want yeah. They want to know what's really going on. Exactly. They're sick of the bullshit. They're sick of what they're reading and seeing and hearing in the media and every the, fucking day. Yeah. What's polished yeah. to a fucking shine for them? No, no. Yeah. Raw and a cut. Yeah. That's what we're really about. Yeah. Which is so nice that we haven't talked about politics because I think that's a big pile of fucking turd. Steaming turd, I should say. All of it. Not one side or the other. I'm one of those fucking weirdos. <laughs> it's not weird. Yeah. It's just open-minded. I think like, people hate me for that in this town especially. They just like demand me to take a side so they can love me or hate me. And it's like, no, you don't get that. It's all fucked. Yeah, exactly. I keep trying to like holler at Australian Instagram models so I can get a way out. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few for you. I think the, the, the coffee sisters... They're like these, uh, they're like beautiful uh, surfers. I think they're like big, like professional surfers. Yeah, I can't surf. Okay. There's... I just need a drunken Australian girl who wants to marry a, a scumbag American. Uh, actually, one of, the, one of my bartenders is Australian. Why have we not met? Uh, you, you can meet her soon. She's a sweetheart. Biblically? Um, that's up to her and you, of course. Well, obviously her, just her, just her. Yeah. I'm easy. I'm super easy. Yeah, me too. Hashtag. Hashtag easy. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag easy. That's how you combat it. I mean, I'll, I'll make sure your cooler doesn't pass a health inspection. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Shit. I'll leave DNA everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I'm not the best human being. I'm not the worst. Oh, but you're the most honest. I wouldn't even go that far. All right, one of them. You're up there. You're yeah. in the upper echelon. What the fuck's the point of hiding it? Like, yeah. The show is not that long. Why be ashamed of who you are? Exactly. Exactly. I I never I never got it. It's like we're only on this rock for a certain amount of time. It's like, and and in the grand scheme of things, that ain't a lot of time. No, in geological, you know, time is a blink. Exactly. It's a fucking blink. Yeah. It's like, it's just, I, you know, I've, I've been having this t- conversation with a lot of different people and, you know, religion comes up and, and theory and afterlife and all that shit. And I'm like, this is my really fucking basic motto. We are not, this is what I think personally. I don't fucking care about what anyone else thinks, but we are not on this earth to know what we, where we came from or where we're going after we're dead. We're just here to be good to each other, maybe make an impact if we can, and keep the civilization going. What happens after we die is what happens after we die. Whether you believe you go into a fucking, go to dirt and turn to worms or whatever the fuck it is. Or you go to the pearly gates, or you go to the fucking, uh, you go hang out with a bunch of 13 strippers or virgins or whatever the fuck it's called. Who wants 23 <laughs> virgins? That is so much work. Fuck that shit. That is so much fucking work. <laughs> fuck that. I don't want to spend eternity being like, I don't no, want. No, no, that, that's how you suck a dick. Like, I don't want one virgin. I don't want shit. I want to just, well, I don't fucking know what happens. I, I want to know. Have you ever taken anyone's virginity? Kind of. Kind of. Kind How of. does that work? This is a weird... Anal Virginia doesn't count. Uh, yeah. This is... Well, technically, yes, but in the like in the actual performance, no. It was... We're, it was 
both our first time in high school. Right. God, I hope she listens to this because we still keep in touch. Taggering. She, she's a sweetheart. She's so, I think she just got married too, but she's awesome. She's still sexy as hell. And we're both, both of our first time. We didn't know what we were doing. I like, I think I, yeah, I think I had a condom. I put it on and I like, I think I put it in her a few times and I wasn't sure. And she gave me that awkward look like, I don't know, uh, like weird. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, what are we doing right now? Right. I'm like, I'm used to stuffed animals, <laughs> not actual human beings. With no condom. With I no raw condom. dog stuffed animals. Oh, yeah. I raw dog, motherfucker. I raw dog stuffed animals, motherfuckers. And it happened a little bit and then we just stopped. And then I actually think I asked her for a hand job or blow job and she like, got like she didn't get mad but she was like you don't ask for that i just give you one i'm like i don't know i'm young and yeah. i'm still full of cum yeah, i'm like i watch porn all the time that's what i know like th- there's no one out there teaching people how to have I mean, there are probably now but there's no one, no one probably i know not. yeah there's no one out there teaching people how to engage in sex in a in a f- fluid I don't know, like non piss off the other person way. Like this is how if you want to have sex with someone that you want to have sex with, this is how you do it. You, there's no one coaching. There's no like teenage sex coaches. No, not at all. And there shouldn't be. You know, you just kind of learn on your own. You figure it out. Trial and error, motherfuckers. Yeah. Or you just watch porn or fuck stuff. No, animals. don't. Please don't watch oh, yeah, porn. Don't to watch. Learn. Don't watch porn. I take that back. Don't watch porn to learn how to fuck. Yeah, you turn into a, you, you. You fuck your head up. That I was so fucked up from all the. Porn like I watch watched. porn to jerk off. Don't yeah. watch porn to, to, to learn. learn how to fuck. Oh man, it fucked me up so bad. I was such a fucking idiot. I didn't have sex for years after that because I was just like watching porn. I'm like, I can't perform like that. My dick isn't twelve inches long. My, I can't shoot like Peter fucking North. Like I, I can't do this. So speaking of someone who has had sex with multiple porn performers, <laughs> I personally remember like when a porn performer wants to bang, like I'm just happy to be in the moment. Like, yeah. Oh, you want to have sex with me? Like, I don't have a porn dick. Yeah, one hundred percent, one thousand percent. I do not have a porn dick. Like, this is where you want to be for the moment. Awesome. Yeah. But then I feel like that's a good lesson for anyone. Like, hey, whatever, like, hangups, issues you have about your own body, when someone else is like, I want to get naked with you, embrace that. It's really cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Like, you may not be Johnny Sixpack, but if a woman's like, I want to get naked with you, be like, don't be self conscious. Yeah. She wants to get naked with you. It is cool, yeah. It, unfortunately, it's been a lot of dudes lately, so. Then again, it's because half the I half eighty percent of the comedy community thinks I'm gay. So, hey, fuck it. That's hey, whatever, good, whatever it takes to get ahead. Hey, you know, there's <laughs> to get ahead or get ahead. Column A, column B. <laughs> <laughs> then again, I talk about like my my ultimate goal is to get you know be the middle of a bukkake of 30, 30 trannies. So, I could probably make that happen for you. Hmm. Really. Sadly, yes. <laughs> Sadly, I could probably make that happen for you. <laughs> well, you can't call them trainings anymore, right? Everyone just keeps like saying what you can and can't say, like rewording things. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say. Yeah, what's up with that? Like, I don't. That's something I'm trying to wrap my head around again. It's like there's like 12 people out there that aren't even in power that somehow became in power that are telling us what we can and can't say. I'm like, huh? Fuck them. Yeah, like, huh? Like, I thought we still had... S- Freedom of speech within reason, but I'm pretty no. sure I said both retard and faggot on this episode. <laughs> you know what? That's I was called retard for a good portion of my life. Like 
tonight? No. I didn't know you were retarded tonight. <laughs> no. In third grade, I was held back in third grade because I did not comprehend math and reading that well because I, I'd spent so much time. Jerking off? Probably. <laughs> in class. Uh, I'd spent so much time trying to make people laugh, like, like joking with people that I wasn't paying attention to the teacher. And they actually said in the reports, Trevor is a, a very disruptive in class. He's always talking or giggling or whatever. And so they, I was held back, which is different from flunking. This is before the no child left behind thing. So I was held back. And then after that, I go back to my third, you know, second time in third grade and first bus ride. You retard. I'm like, how am I? Re- I don't even know what that means. Like to me, when I was well, that like, definitely means you're retarded. If you don't know, yes. what retarded means okay. Yeah, you're right. But to me, it was like people that were retarded were like physically handicapped and they had the helmet and all that because kids are evil. And so, we, what you're saying is your parents didn't care enough about you to give you a helmet? <laughs> I did play football, <laughs> so I eventually got a helmet. <laughs> yeah, but how much head trauma did you? Absorbed before that, dude. I, I don't know. I think I had a lot of concussions. I didn't realize. Are you suffering from CTE right now? I'm sure I am. <laughs> I did have a concussion a few years ago, breaking up a really bad bar fight. So that one was obvious. But uh, yeah, I, I was I was called retard for a good portion of my life, and then I I developed into a broad-shouldered man at a young age, and it just stopped immediately. No one fucked with me after. I also had like facial, actual facial hair, and they're like, "He's like a human, like a man. Like, don't fuck with this you know, this animal. He's hairy and he's got broad shoulders. Don't call him the R word, right? He has mongoloid strength too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Yeah, that, but yeah, I got I got got thrown on that quite a go. Oh, and Flunker Boy, that was my favorite when I got called Flunker Boy. Hey, Flunker Boy. Like what? That's wildly unimaginative, right? But I, but I was like, I didn't flunk. I was held back, you asshole. I was, you know, already like breaking down words. Like I got good grades, yeah, but I just wasn't there. And that's the thing. I ended up, I ended up becoming a very, I, I read very well. I retain knowledge very well. I'm pretty fucking strong with numbers. Like I can, I'm not like a mathematician, but I, I understand the concept to a, a very strong level. I, you know, after. Uh, reading about the Fibonacci sequence and the song Lateralis by Tool. Like I, I've read about that in, in detail, like trying to comprehend that. Like that's where my head went with, with numbers is like, I want to learn more about this shit because I didn't take the time. I didn't respect it in school. Yeah. It only took that long. <laughs> <laughs> These things happen. <laughs> yeah. You're talking to someone who graduated from alternative night school. Oh, no way. Yep. Really? So, you know, you went to you were in high school in Illinois. Yeah, you were required four years of gym when you graduated, right? Yeah, yeah. Unless you had some physical ailment, like right. Well, uh, so I rolled into senior year needing two and a half years of gym. Oh shit! Because I ditched a lot of gym. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> so when I was eighteen in February, uh, I checked myself at alternative night school. Okay. Well, because in night school, gym is not a requirement. Ah, so did you get your GED, your GD? No, no, I have a diploma. From what school did you graduate Evanston from? Township. Edison Township? Evanston. Oh, Evanston. Oh, that's where Piven's from. He's actually yep. an Evanston guy. Yeah, no, he yeah. is. Uh, his mother's theater is actually yeah. a block and a half from my apartment that I went no to in shit. high school. Yep. And uh, Jake, was it Jake Johnson from New Girl? He's an Evanston guy, too. Well, and of course, John Cusack. Yeah, well, yeah. 
And then uh, Lamar, I think I'm pronouncing it wrong, Morris, he's on New Girl as well. He's from um, like Wheaton, Warrenville, Lombard area, West Suburbs, which is next to me. And Anders Holm went to high school with me. Who did? Anders from... Uh, oh. Uh, Workaholics. Yeah. Shit, that's right. I, like, uh, my yearbooks are up there. I'll show you a picture Fuck. of him from senior year. Like, Fuck, man. Yeah, I went, uh, I went to Naperville North. Uh, yeah. Uh, North Sider. North Side Naperville. <laughs> and, uh, and there's a couple couple people, uh, comedians at it are from the Naperville area that I've kinda run into and stuff, but we get you know, Naperville gets a bad rap because of how nice it's become. Like, how do you hate on a I mean, granted I have my bits about Naperville and stuff, but it's like the town is doing well. It's like affluent, it's prospering, it's doing well, it's just a little too yeah, conservative. That's, that's never funny. Yeah, exactly. Well to do is never funny. Nobody wants someone that w- was born in a good life to be successful. They want like everybody wants the lovable loser. Exactly, exactly. But on that note, Trevor is actually last call. Yes. Okay. Last so call. where can we find you on the social media and all that fun shit? Uh it's just it's simple. Trevor Kevelo. The last name is spelled K E V as in Victor, E L O H all together. So Trevor Kevelo. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. What else is out there? Uh, Pornhub. <laughs> X Hamster. <laughs> no, don't go to X Hamster and find me. Uh, yeah, pay for your fucking porn, motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where you find me. And then the Dojo of Comedy. Comedy. Yeah, it's just the Dojo of Comedy altogether. Um, that's same thing. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So, yeah, that's where to find no, for our LA listeners, definitely come out to the Dojo of Comedy. You'll definitely see me out there fucking getting drunk watching comedy. Yeah, it's at uh, 7038 West Sunset Boulevard. It's upstairs of Sycamore Tavern at Sunset and La Brea on the Sunset. Free motherfucking parking. Free parking, baby, and $5 drinks every comedy show upstairs only. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. You can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. You can find the podcast at and now we drink tw- on Twitter. And now we drink underscore on Instagram. You can just call it a fucking night. And I've had a bit to drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not at all. Wait. <laughs>